Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter. There is no plan. And it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. Top flight, Craig. Out of motherfucking world, Craig. What's up, boys? Uh, not much. Good week. Good week. Yeah. Speak of. for your fucking self. Well, I did see Beavis and Butthead do the universe. That was actually a very fun movie. I didn't think so. I liked I, it. I thought they, lo- they lost a lot of opportunities in that movie. Uh, I, I had to watch it twice to get it, but yeah, I, I thought it was okay. It, it, yeah, there was... I, it, I love the storyline that they almost kind of put in the <laughs> the you know the Connecticut Yankee King Arthur's Court trope. Yeah. You know, with the iPhone stuff from kids from 98. Yeah. But they didn't go any further with a lot of the shit that they could have. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It, Honestly, dude, it was fun for what it was. I thought, yeah, but the title was very misleading. There, there was not much of a universe in it. Well, you got to look past it. You got to look past the the obvious. No. Yes. No. Do America? They were all over the United States on okay. a stu- on a stupid quest on to get laid. And do the universe? It was more metaphysical, man. Metaphysical? Yes. It just, the, the, their ancient selves came back. Yes, and future selves. I, That's the, what I meant, yes. It wasn't really their future selves. But yeah, it was. I think it would have... No, it wasn't. They were from an alternate reality. Okay, from alternate realities because... Which, again, they played that up in the final scene, which should have been the whole damn movie. <sighs> you, you would complain if you were shot with a fucking reloaded bullet, wouldn't you? Oh, my you? God. Hung with a new rope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't that good. You're a complainer. No, I like You're a complainer. <sighs> Speaking of complaining. Oh um, shit. In in preparation of uh, of purchasing Clerks 3. Yes. I've been going through and trying to rewatch all of the Kevin Smith films. All right. Uh-huh. Harvey Weinstein that scum fuck is holding no, he's a scum fuck. He is. Yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. That cocksucker is holding the rights to Dogma hostage. No. Yep. Dogma is not available on any streaming platform. Because Weinstein alternately wants to auction off the property, well. hold on to it, sell it, auction it off, hold on to it. Oh my fucking dirt bag. I'm gonna start a hashtag free dogma. <laughs> Well, maybe as a fan, if we would have bought the fucking thing when it was out. If I look, I might have it. <laughs> as a fan. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, dude, but I did watch Chasing Amy for the first time in years. I know. It's still, <laughs> it's still a great movie. It's still a great movie. Um, <clears throat> Joey, <clears throat> Joey Lauren Adams. It was a good movie. I'd like to know what Smith did to her. That they no longer speak. Well, it's not that they no longer speak. It's more of a professional relationship. I think it was just, it was just. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to ask him on one of his, you know, public speaking tours. I would. I, I don't know. I'm sure. What'd you do to Joey? I'm sure his, his I'm sure his wife would appreciate it. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'll fight Jen. I don't give a shit. Oh, boy. That's, that's not nice. I'll fight Jen. <laughs> for custody uh, of Harley. What? No. Well, she's an adult now, so it's not no. really a custody thing. <laughs> she's she's dating blockchain. I don't care. Which that is a fun fact. 
when you do finally watch Clerks three, the the guy who plays Blockchain uh-huh. is Harley's boyfriend. Oh, so <laughs> so I'm not gonna like him. <laughs> He's an interesting character to say the least. Did you did you watch Yoga Hosers? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't care for it. You have to be fucking sweating over there. You gotta. I can feel the heat from that thing hitting my fucking pants, and I'm hot over here. That's halfway across the room, and it's right behind you. I told you his gina was going to be hurt. It's right on my taint. Oh, my God. The heat you feel is being filtered through my taint. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm getting secondhand heat. <laughs> no, you're getting secondhand taint. <laughs> or tainted, tainted heat. Tainted heat. Ooh, that would be a good name for a band. I Taint, was just thinking because there was a band called Canned Heat. Tainted, right. Tainted Heat. That would be pretty good. We had Tainted Love, Tainted Heat. There you go. Uh, speaking of bands. That's terrible. Um, I gotta, I got, I gotta talk to some people. Um, I think Red Shirt Black Shirt is finally gonna have their first live performance. No shit. Yes, at Linda and Chuck's costume party. Got ya. Yeah. So I think we're, fu- I think we're finally gonna have our first, barring any fucking medical malady, <laughs> uh, we're gonna have our first live performance. Hey, if, if uh, the the head foo can play, what's his name? Grohl. Yeah, with a can... broken leg exactly. on the throne. I tried, dude. I tried to get it, to get them Oops. to let to let me come and play. I did. Oh my! I tried to let them get me come play because I hadn't had the surgery or nothing yet. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I will be back at the end of the night. Just yeah. let me fucking go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, huh. so 1996, mm-hmm. let's jump right into this. Before we do that, I have, I have, well, actually three bands that I forgot in 95. Okay. Um, one was that I posted, Soul Asylum, Let Your Dim Light Shine. Yeah. I forgot Candlebox's second album, Lucy. Uh-huh. And album from uh, Local Boys. That broke them big time. Badleys came out with River Songs. Oh, okay. So, so okay. I remember the so so essentially not a good album that you're gonna interrupt my flow for. Damn it! Not one good album of the three, and Come you're on. gonna fucking interrupt my flow. Badleys. Fuck them in the ass you, with a cactus. Come on! You ain't got a flow. What you talking about? Monks let the funk flow. Some sucker junkie all bust him in the eye. And He's then flowing think all right. His vag is flowing. Oh. It might be. Man. It might be. Guys, guys, come on. All right, so 1996. All friends here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't spit in my mic. <laughs> Don't go up on the mic. <laughs> I'm good now. Okay. Uh 96 was another interesting year in music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to start this off. I actually printed off the Billboard Hot 100. Right. Um, there was some really eclectic stuff. I only highlighted certain things, you know, mm-hmm. songs that I was, like, really familiar with. Mm-hmm. But it's an, a, an eclectic mix of stuff. And you'll see that by where we go. At number 99, we have Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. Yep. Cracked Rear View. Yep. I, yep. Came out in '96, and that that they were everywhere. They were, but compared to their first album, oh, cracked review. Yeah. Oh, actually, in '96, Fairweather Johnson came out too. Right, but yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're yeah. right. Cracked review was still playing from '95. Yeah, was cracked review released in '95? I thought it was '94. Oh, uh, might have been. 
It, uh, it could be. I don't but know. But I, I just know. I just know. I got, I got Fairweather Johnson on there. But that album stank compared to the first. For compared to uh, yeah, cracked okay. review. Yeah, but uh, only want to be with you. Still charted yep. in '96. And I think you are right. I think it was '94 mm. that it released. Then we got uh, Long Road by Pearl Jam. Came in at number 96. As I told you guys before, I was done after Vitology. I was done before 10. <laughs> I never started. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. Uh, okay, and then we got... Here's another interesting one, One Hit Wonder, which I always have a place in my heart for the One Hit Wonders. At number 95, we had Back for Good by Take That. Oh, my... Wait, no. No, I'm... Wait, Bad for Good? Yes. Was that the one with the... the or Back for Good. No, that was not the guy I'm thinking oh, of. I want you back. I want you back. Okay, I, th- I thought it was a different band. No. Whenever I say... I believe it. I don't know it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That, so that was that one. At 92, we had Until It Sleeps by Metallica. I love that there song. There we go. So Metallica charted I in love, I love 96. that song, too. So do I. Um, it, 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 it's such a uh, good song. Um, but, you know, it's nice to see metal getting a little bit of love on the charts and not just shit bands like Pearl Jam. Oh, <laughs> uh, they were shit now. Yeah, they were shit. In they, they were shit from Jump Street, but yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, at 81, another beautiful R&B song by a fucking amazing singer. Uh, we have Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. I remember okay. that song. That song, that's that was another one that was everywhere. Yep. If you graduated high school in 96, that was probably your prom team. Yep. Hmm. You know, I mean, granted, we were all out of school by then, but um, number 79 is uh, Bill. We had talked about the um, like the 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 rise in female artists around this time, you ah, know, the yes. mid 90s. Mm-hmm. We have I Want to Come Over by Melissa Etheridge. Oh, my oh, God. God. Yeah. Such a Wonderful song. And I always thought Melissa Etheridge was a really good singer. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy her stuff. I really do. I have one of her albums. Probably the one with the one that came out around this yeah, time frame. Come that everybody to my window. had. Yeah, Come to yeah. My Windows on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of good shit. Um, next is another female singer-songwriter that we talked about last week. Her album is still doing well at this point. We have... If it makes you happy, by Cheryl Crow. Yep, yep. Actually, this is—I oh. I was wrong. This is not on Tuesday Night Music Club. This is on the next one. She had her. I on my list. She released her second album, yes. her second self-titled album in '96. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That was uh, that came in at seventy-five on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. Wow. Um, next at number sixty-eight, we have uh, another group fronted by a woman that we talked about last week. Just a girl, by no, no doubt. doubt. Is still oh, yeah. is still on the charts in 1996. Wow, you know, and the album like we talked about last week was released in '95, and this was the lead single on the album. Yeah, yeah, that was the first single that dropped. Yep, and then '67 uh, we got the Bodines with "Closer to Free." Never heard of them. Oh, I'm sure if you heard the song, you'd know it. Every uh, lives like they want to live. Everybody wants to, to be closer, closer to free. Yes, I did hear that song yeah. before. You've heard it. it. It was everywhere. It was another one that was everywhere. They're almost like a, they almost sound like a, an R.E.M. Yeah. Type it, band. It's a it, it's college music. Yeah. College yeah, rock. And I, I was not into any of that shit. Um, next is a band that I absolutely love. Uh, coming in at number 60. 
we have John Popper and the boys from Blues Traveler. <laughs> Blues Traveler. With Hook. Yeah, yes. That was a man. Yep. Listen, go back and listen to the lyrics to the song. Incredible lyrics. It's about he can write bullshit mm-hmm. and nobody cares because the hook brings you back. Yep. That's exactly what the song is about. Doesn't matter what I say because you don't listen anyway. Stuff like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just such a great song. And John Popper, um, before he became a fucking, you know, conspiracy theorist, <laughs> the guy is, you know, the guy is an incredible harmonica player. Yeah, I just, yep. I just remember him with the vest with all the harmonica pockets. Yep. And everyone's like a, a different, a different pitch harmonica. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, he had he he would come out with a bandolier of harmonicas. Holy shit! Yeah. It, was, it was a gimmick, and he was like, I mean, it was a gimmick thing too. And the, so it's like, and, and the thing is, at the time, dude was like four hundred pounds. Yep, yep, big boy. You know, he was clocking in at like four bills, and God, the fucking lungs on that guy to mm-hmm. blow the harp and sing. Yep, mm-hmm. like he did. Um, you know, he lost a lot of weight. He went, you know, became a fucking, you know, gun nut and. Blues Traveler kind of dropped off the face of the earth, <laughs> sadly, because yeah. I, I love Blues Traveler. Those guys are really good. Uh, my spaghetti's coming back to haunt me. <laughs> All right. Paschetti. Paschetti's. Next is one of my favorite rappers of all time at number 50, at number 57 for the year. We got Bustle Rhymes with Got You All in Check. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Busta Rhymes. I didn't know that came out in 95. Yep. Busta Rhymes, that guy, uh, him, like the whole Busta Rhymes, Jabberwocky twins. Yeah. Woo. Oh, well, yeah. Woo. He, he was crazy. Woo. Ha. <laughs> yep. That's this song. Oh, boy. Oh, I love Busta Rhymes. Yeah. It's good stuff. Busta Rhymes should have, he should have done Pimp My Ride. Instead of exhibit. Instead of exhibit. <laughs> I, I don't I don't disagree. Any oh. I would have been behind anything Busta Rhymes did. Oh yeah. Because Busta because it's Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Uh next at number fifty six we have the the Twats from Liverpool, Oasis with Wonderwall. Yep. I, I thought that was gonna be against the Beatles for a second. No, <laughs> you'll never have me you'll never hear me talk bad about the Beatles. Oh. That won't happen. No, uh the the the, the Gallagher brothers okay. and Wonderwall. I yep. hate I hate that song so bad. So do I. So do I. Uh, you're not the only one, but it was everywhere. Yeah. Yep. You know that's probably uh, why we fucking hated it even more. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next is actually off of, uh, um, Hootie and the Blowfish's second record. It's time. Yep. Which was like the lead single off of that album because yep. you're right. Yeah. This that did came come out in '96, and time was like the only. Really, the, the really the only single that charted, and I loved I loved Hootie and the Blowfish. They, but like this, it was funny when I read about well I'll, when I read about that album, it was like on a list of uh, the top uh, ten albums that killed a band. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's nice to see that Darius Rucker has has resurrected himself and in country music. Yeah, no well, I wanted to go. I was going to buy Missy and I tickets to go see him at Music Mass. Yeah, against my better judgment. Because I fucking hate Music Fest with a white hot passion. It's fun though. I hate people. Well, me too, but it's still fun. No, fuck them, fuck them all. But I looked to get tickets for Darius Rucker. The cheapest tickets I found were three hundred dollars. You gotta be freaking kidding me. No, 
300 bucks for Darius Rucker. Oh, my. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. All right, next we have another shit band at number 44 from an album that was released early uh, in 1995. We have 1979 by the Smashing Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. (laughs) Next, uh, at number 42, we have another great uh, R&B rap-ish song, No Diggity by Blackstreet with Dr. Dre. Out of my wheelhouse. I, uh. I remember that one. That's strange. I love the I way you work it. No diggity. Oh my. Oh god. <laughs> well, I mean, anything. I like anything. Doctor Dre touched. I'm, I was down with. Yeah. I love Doctor Dre. Yeah. Going back to the NWA days. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, and then we got uh, a bunch of local boys. Oh no, actually, th- no. These guys are from Georgia. At 41, we have The World I Know by Collective Soul. There you go. That was off of uh, their self-titled album from 95. Yeah. And that's another one that was everywhere. Yep. Um, then, well, slide, slide, but that's the past. I got something brand new for that ass. At number 40, Coolio at 1, 2, 3, 4. Is that the name of that song? Yep. Okay. One, two, three, four. Got to get your bumming off the floor. Got to get up and up and get down. Fucking oh Coolio. Oh, God. Coolio was everywhere. He just yes. passed away, too. Yep. Did he? Yeah, Coolio yeah. passed away a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. Rest rest easy, Coolio. But we'll get to his other big one here in a minute. Yeah, I just saw it there. Next, at 39, we have another one-hit wonder and a song that I love. Uh, we have Breakfast at Tiffany's by yep. Deep Blue Something. Yep. That song was okay at the time. That is the one song that when people say 90s, that's the song. Yeah. That encompassed the '90s right there. Yeah, but that 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 song holds a special place in my heart because that was a that was a staple of, um, of like Mark and I's acoustic things. Yeah, and the th- the backyard superstars when it was me, him, and Aaron. Huh. you know, and I'm as we've gone into before, I am the last remaining member of the backyard superstars. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's certain songs that have us, uh, yeah. always will have a special place in my heart. Yeah. And breakfast at Tiffany's was always one of them because <laughs> Mark, you know, you got, you got Mark and I playing the guitar parts and it's a super simple three chord song. Aaron's handling the, ma- the, the lead vocal and I'm doing the backups on it, you know, harmonizing yeah. with him. Yeah. And Aaron's there playing the freaking tambourine, you know, or the maracas or whatever. It was just, you know, a good time. And it's a good time song. Yeah. Because I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> you know, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> what about Cliff Richard? <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> at number 33, moving on, we've got the one that everybody knows Coolio for. Yep. Gangsta's Paradise. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I love the song and it was, you know, from a really good movie. I was just going to say that was the soundtrack. Michelle Pfeiffer movie. Yeah. It was, she was a teacher. Yes. Dangerous Minds. That's it. Yep. It was from the soundtrack, the Dangerous Minds. And this is the song that everybody knew Coolio for. Yeah. Uh, even though the hook was LV. Mm-hmm. Okay, the course been spending most of their lives living oh, in. Somebody else singing. Yeah, that was L- a guy, yeah. guy called LV. But, you know, Coolio did the main did the verses yeah the verses yeah and everybody knows gangsta's paradise and you've never really truly hit it big until weird al gets yep and weird al got this one 
Yep. And Amish Paradise was born. I'd still love to know the absolute truth behind it because Al says he didn't do a parody without somebody's permission. Right. And Coolio, during, I think, the MTV Music Awards, like... Yeah, he got pissed. Yeah, he was yeah. trying to beef with him. But I'm thinking that maybe he was just trying to get keep his street cred. I think maybe, too. But, I mean, it, it he but Coolio never relented. He said he never gave Weird Al permission. Yeah. yeah. And Coolio, Weird Al says, I don't do songs without permission. It might have been somebody from Coolio's representation that did give him permission then yeah, and I not coolio yeah. himself yeah i could see that because mm-hmm. al yankovic i love I-, I love weird al okay the guy's a fucking brilliant mm-hmm. brilliant musician yep and he's a brilliant songwriter and he's super respectful yeah to all of the artists that he parodies because he doesn't want beef yes so right. i d- i can honestly not see him Doing something I like know. that, but I know that. Well, I know the Red Hot Chili Peppers were pissed with them for Yabba Dabba Do. Yeah, and Cause, what? Because it was a better song than what they, no, they fucking they, wrote. Yeah, well, they did. Well, they didn't like it because they didn't think that like such a a good song should be parodied as the Flintstones. And Mark Mothersbaugh absolutely was pissed off at Weird Al for being able to replicate Devo's sound. Yeah, on Tear to Be Stupid, he couldn't believe someone could replicate it. And he hated him for it. Well, <laughs> well, and it wasn't because he parodied Devo. Yeah. yeah. Because he never parodied Devo, to my knowledge. No. But he, like, if you go back and listen to the Dare to, to the Dare to Be Stupid album, there's the song Dare to Be Stupid sounds like it's directly off a fucking Devo record. Yeah. Yep. And Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, that was from the Transformers movie. Yeah. And Mark Mothersbaugh was very upset that he figured out the Devo sound. Yeah, <laughs> basically, and it's and, you know, and I can see that because I see stuff recently with like I think Dragon Force does it. Yeah, they go on YouTube, and they will like, oh, we're gonna write you know a Metallica song in five minutes. Yeah, and it's hilarious what they come up with, and so goddamn accurately. Yeah. Oh my. Well, it, oh, uh, it's great to watch. Oh yeah, and and some of the, some of the artists have like. I think they. I think at one point they wrote a Slipknot song, and Corey Taylor actually was like with them while they were doing it. Yeah, and he laughed at like, "Oh my God, you you got it right." See, that, <laughs> that's the thing is Corey. Corey Taylor has a really good sense of humor about yeah. things like that. Yeah, but don't fucking try to take the piss out of him. Mm. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly learned that lesson oh, yeah. the hard way. <laughs> oh yeah, he learned that lesson the hard way. Um, but I don't want to talk about him. I don't like him. I, I don't I, like I him don't at even, all. I don't even know who he is. He's the, the guy the that mo- played Tommy Lee in the Dirt movie. See, I don't even know him from that. The most I know about Machine Gun Kelly, it's hilarious. Saturday Night Live does a bit where this Dion Warwick's talk show. Yeah. And they would have Pete Davidson come on as Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> but every time he comes on as a guest, she says, no, no, I cannot. No, I'm sorry. No. And, <laughs> and, and shoes him away. Oh, so God. he comes on for like a second. And then has to leave right well, away. Well, that's the thing is, um, like, uh, fuck, I didn't want to go down this. But Machine Gun Kelly has a bad habit of picking the wrong fucking fights. Well, he picked Corey Taylor to fight with. Yep. Okay. The Slipknot, the Maggot Army will fucking shred you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Maggot yeah. Army will shred you. And Corey will shred you. Yep. And then, or but before he did that, when he still wanted to be a rapper, before he started playing pop punk wannabe, mm-hmm. um, when he was still trying to be a white rapper, um, he picked a fight with Eminem. 
Oh my. Yeah, he he like wrote a diss track on Eminem and started beef with Eminem. <laughs> like, uh, why would you do that to try and get noticed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say there's no such thing as bad publicity, <laughs> but that's a that's a serious case of fuck around and find out. Yeah. Uh, dis, yep. Diss tracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. That's a that's an episode we should do I one know. time. Our I- favorite diss tracks. If I could even think of any, because all I mean, the only ones I really know are stuff like third base. Oh God, pop goes the <laughs> yeah. weasel. Yeah, uh, you know, and you know, it's a, it's not a rap song, but another great diss track, "Crying Like a Bitch" by Godsmack. <laughs> I, I thought of one right off the top of my head. Hmm. Was that "Sweet Home Alabama"? Well, there's yeah, a diss line in there. Yeah, yeah, a diss line. Yeah, it works though. Yeah, it's like probably one of the first ones. Yeah, but like "Crying Like a Bitch" by yeah. Godsmack. <laughs> You know who that's about? No. That's about Nikki Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did. Oh, I, this is. Strut on by. The, well, Godsmack, I guess, did a tour with them. And Nikki, you know, being fucking Nikki. Yeah. The arrogant, untalented fuck that he is. Strut on by like a king telling everyone they know nothing. I'm not a huge Godsmack fan, but I fucking love that song. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anything that takes the piss out of Nikki Six, I'm fucking down with. Oh, oh shit. But anyway, right. moving on. At number 31, we have Natalie Merchant with Wonder. That song was everywhere. I do remember that song. I remember that one. Uh, it's it's If you heard it, that's another one. If you heard it, you, would, you would know it. Um. Here's another one. One hit wonder. Great song. Jonah Osborne with one of us at yep. number 30. Yep. Next, we have a woman that we talked about last week uh, when we were talking about 95. Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. with, you know, or you ought to know and you learn. Yep. Because um, I think this is the year she did her unplugged. Mm. Hmm. But that, you know, that made the, that made the Billboard Hot 100 again in 96. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 28, we have another one-hit wonder. Dishwalla with Counting Blue Cars. That is was a that weird, in 96? That, that, that is a weird song. Yeah. Well, yep. the, I I had that album. There was another one, Counting Blue Cars and Charlie Brown's Parents yeah. was another song off that album. That's that's a really good song. Yeah. Um, then we get to number 25 and the debut of Jewel. Who will save your soul? Oh wow! Uh, With her Kermit the, the Frog double, her, her, her Kermit the Frog delivery. <laughs> she hated, she hated that. She, uh, yeah, she don't. She not even want to play it anymore. <sighs> but it was, you know, it was a catchy number. It was everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the kind of music that was around back then, right? And next one is another song that was everywhere, and they, you know, it's it's one of those songs that they're going to be stuck playing till the end of time. We have the Goo Goo Dolls. What name? Yep. Mm. That, and and I don't mind the song. That was from that uh, boy named Goo. Uh, yep, it was from Boy Named Goo. But wasn't it also used in a movie? I think all of these '90s songs were used in. A they might have been. Point. They were. That's how they became so popular. And at th- 23 is another one I know you heard, but you know you won't. Re- you may not know it. it. Was "Be My Lover" by La Bouche. Be my lover. Well, won't you be my lover? Oh my be, lord. Yep. Be my lover. There you go. <laughs> Um, then at number number eighteen, we got "It's All Coming Back to Me Now" by Celine Dion. Uh, Next is another one of my favorite rap songs of all time, 
California Love by Dr. Dre and, oh, and Tupac. California Love. What number is that? That was at number 17. Yeah. Jesus Christ. California knows how to party. Yeah. In the city, city of Compton. City of That's right. <laughs> All right. You're having shit. too much fun. At number 15, Follow You Down Until I Hear It From You by the Gin Blossoms. Oh, I love yes. Follow You Down. Anywhere you go, I will follow you down. Uh, yep. Next at 13, we have Isn't It Ironic by, Anna, by Alanis Morissette. Two. Two on the countdown. Yes. And now at uh, number 11, we got the Quad City DJs with Come On Ride That Train. Choo-choo at it. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, fuck. Wait. Now, just wait. Know, Hang on. I want to keep this, this is, out yeah, of eyesight But, for a yeah, minute. this is around the time of, like, of Croc Rock, when in the middle of sets, they had the girls the, that were dancing. Oh, yes. yeah. And, and they, that's how you knew about all these dance tracks. Yes. <laughs> you're trying to watch Emily's Toy Box, and you're hearing shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next at number seven, we have Bone Thugs in Harmony with The Crossroads. Oh, God, I remember that song. Oh, uh, me too. Hold what up. was number 10? Uh, we'll do the top 10 here. Uh, top 10 was Twisted by Keith Sweat. Okay. Number nine uh, is You're Making Me High by Tony Braxton. I don't remember uh, that one either. I Love You Always and Forever by Donna Lewis was at number eight. Huh. Uh, number seven, like we said, was The Crossroads by Bone Thugs in Harmony. Okay. Number, I think I remember that one. Right. You'll number. You'll remember number six. Uh, Give me one reason by Tracy Chapman. Yes. Give me one reason to stay here. That was a follow up to the Cars one, right? Yeah. Fast Cars. You got a fast car. Yeah. I didn't. Number five is Mariah Carey with Always Be My Baby. That song was everywhere. Um, Number four, Nobody Knows by the Tony Rich Project. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Nobody knows that song. Right. Number three was Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Okay. Number two was One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. And number one was a song you could not fucking escape. No matter where you went, whatever club you went to, I couldn't escape this motherfucker in the jungles of Panama. <laughs> Los Del Rio with the Macarena. Oh, my God almighty. Bam. Everybody. Oh, yep. shit. That, that was, was number one. Played at every single wedding since. Every wedding, every... If people were doing it. If that, if, if TikTok and all that bullshit was a thing back then, holy fuck, it would have blown up. Dude, <laughs> the the Fort Davis NCL Club, um, they had DJs come in. Yeah. Right? And I would, you know, I, I bought essentially a reggae mixtape. Uh, like a, a, a Latino reggae mixtape from the one DJ. Okay. Because his the stuff he always played was really good, catchy shit. Yeah. It got people up. It got people moving. And uh, the first song was reggae, 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 but it was new. It was oh, it was, it was new. That was the hot jam. It was everywhere. I was I was I was literally literally living at the jungle warfare school. I was in the fucking jungle and I couldn't escape it. <laughs> yep, that was 
That was that was viral before viral was a thing. Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah, the, the low still real, and thankfully those guys never did anything other than the Macarena. I don't think they could top note. You can't top that shit. Shit, no, they're priced. They're still making money on the Macarena. Oh, yeah, and people are still doing that dance at fucking every wedding you That's go to. That's what I said. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. fuck Jesus. It it nearly supplanted the chicken dance. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Uh, well, if, if you yeah, I don't know. The chicken dance might be just an Eastern thing. It, it, it's a Pennsylvania Dutch thing, I think. Yeah. It's a Dutch thing. No, 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 no. Anyway. So that was the that was like the pop. That was the Billboard Hot 100. And, you know, the notables mm-hmm. off of that. So now let's get into the meat of the matter. The heavy stuff. All right. Uh, do you have the new bands formed? I got the new band, 64 bands formed. Okay. Now, there are some very familiar faces on it, and some not familiar, but I highlight them because I think they're hilarious. First, uh-huh. Three Doors Down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Alabama Thunder Pussy. Great fucking name. I've never. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> okay. The fuck? Uh, yeah. Well, I, Alien Ant Farm. You've been hit by, you've been struck by yep. a smooth, smooth criminal. criminal. Two bands got formed this. At the same, this is amazing. This is one of those serendipity things. Uh-huh. Well, two, there's two serendipities. This is the one. Cattle decapitation. Yes. And decapitated. Yes. Both Hang performed on. in 96. Hold on. You, you skipped over one notable band. Which in, one? In my opinion. Control Denied. It's on there, but I didn't. I don't know the Control band. Denied was what Chuck Schuldner put together when he disbanded Death. Okay. Oh. It was essentially the final iteration of Death. Chuck didn't want to do like death, death's music anymore. Yeah, that style. Yeah, he wanted to do something different, so he formed Control Denied. Got you. Yeah, but anyway, moving right, on. Then uh, Drowning Pool. Yep. Um, they. I mean, they were they were hot for a minute, and then sadly, you know, yep. Dave Williams passed away. Yep. Gojira. Ooh, Gojira. Yep. They they formed <laughs> Gojira, a French band with a Japanese name. <laughs> but the, 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 yeah. the, the, oh, dude, Gojira is fucking great. And I didn't heavy, know they were French. Yeah, they're French. And heavy as balls. Oh, yeah, I know they're you, heavy. Sometimes when you find out where these bands are from, like when I found out Volbeat was Swedish, yeah, it messes you up. <laughs> and 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 to think, they're they're not just Swedish. Yeah. Um, they're from fucking Gothenburg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're from the heart, literally heart of- the heart of black metal country. Yep. <laughs> right. Another great band. I, it's this one I really enjoy, but you don't hear a lot of it's Kitty. Uh, you forgot about God Forbid as well. No, it's on there. I yeah. just I don't know these. Doc guys. and Dallas Coil, super cool guys. I didn't forget. I just don't know about. Oh, them. God Forbid's fucking awesome. I got to play with them with Nautis. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. I got to open for them at Crocodile Rock. And in fact, Doc Coil, the one guitar player, he came up to. Dave Mack, our guitar player, and he's like, dude, how the fuck do you get that tone? He's like, it's a Les Paul and a Marshall. No, you're a distorted tone. It's a Les Paul and a Marshall. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Mar- a Marshall AVT 150 through, uh, you know, driving. Uh, I think he had a fucking Behringer 4x12 cabinet and a Les Paul, a Les Paul studio that was just beastly. Somebody at Gibson really had their fucking fingers going that day that that Les Paul was made. Hmm. That thing was a fucking killer. <laughs> it's a fucking killer. But anyway, all right. Next one, Lincoln Park. Wow. I I I, 
I thought they were earlier than 96, to be honest. So I would have thought so, too. I, I really... Lincoln Park, I, I, I almost want to call him a guilty pleasure because I fucking love Lincoln Park. Oh, I... I, I get them well. mixed up with Limp Biscuit. Well, as a matter of fact, funny that Summer Sanitarium tour that I went to, the the, it, the one with uh, Mudvayne. Yeah. Um, it was the, the, the top of the bill was Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit, and Metallica. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, MD forty five formed. This was Megadeth's uh, Dave Mustaine side project. Yeah. Really. Yes. Yes. Which I wanted to listen to some of their stuff before I showed up, but I figure. Some of their albums might be on a future list. Yeah, I didn't know he had a side project. Yes. Yeah, and and so and so MD forty five so original of a name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um, Mudvayne. Yes. Also formed this year. Wow. Yes. Four of four of the most talented uh, yet eclectic sons of bitches you will ever mm-hmm. find. Uh, you have Chad Gray on vocals, and Chad's just a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Um, Gerg on guitar, Greg Tribbett on guitar, killer fucking guitar player. You have uh, Matt McDonough on the drums, who's an absolute machine. And finally, on the bass, you have Ryan Martin. That fucking guy at that show. Oh, my fucking God. I was blown away. Ryan Martin is one of those bass players that makes me want to burn my shit. (laughs) He is fucking amazing. Like, watch his YouTube stuff. Like, like I, I watch clips of him on YouTube of him just like nutsing around. Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. Listen to the song "Nothing to Gain," and pay attention to what Martin's playing. It's on fucking real, unreal. Yeah, he was. I was, yeah. I was, literally like jaw open watching that guy play. Yeah. on that stage, I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah, they're they're fucking amazing. All right, yeah, the next band is the other serendipitous band. Nashville Pussy. Yes. Was also forced. After Alabama Thunder Pussy. <laughs> what? Yep. Na- yeah. Nashville yeah. Pussy. The man, old, two, dude, band, two bands took a geographical location and pussy. All right. At the same year. But but what's better, Nashville Pussy or Thunder Pussy? Honestly, I'm not sure. Thunder Pussy might hurt you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that might fuck you up. But anyway. That's, a, that's the warning right there. Yeah. Also, Queens of the Stone Age. Okay, yeah, this is, uh, well, like, it, essentially, at this point, it's Josh, Hami, and whoever he decides he wants to play with. Yep, yep. yep. And then uh, Saliva. Good band, um, you know, kind of a one-hit wonder with click, click, boom. Well, they had ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Josie Scott is an underrated singer. I was never a fan of the name. Nah, me neither. Just call it Spit. It sounds dirty. <laughs> there is a band named Spit. I know. It sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> yeah. um, they should they should tour with Swallow. A one hit wonder. <laughs> That's nasty. A one hit wonder that I love is Spine Shank. Oh God, I haven't heard them in a minute. Yeah, they did um, a version of My Guitar Gently Weeps. It's absolutely beautiful. I never heard of them. I have some of their stuff. Yeah. That's right. I guess where I got turned on to them when I heard that song. Yeah. And it was like, that's why I always say it's like, there, there are just some songs that are just so beautifully done by other bands. Right. And then Spine Shank is one of them. Love the name, too. Yes. And then the big Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. This is the time. This is when John Oliva put TSO together. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Oliva, like we talked about last week, uh, him and his brother Chris were the guys behind Sabotage. Yeah. But yeah, uh, 
the driving force to this day of Trans-Siberian Orchestra is John Oliva. And they still come around every single year. Yep, but there's yep. several touring packages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's several you. touring packages. It's like Blue packages. Man Group. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. There's a bunch of people who are members. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Union Underground also came out. They sounded familiar when I saw the list. I can't remember what I would remember them for. Neither can I, but I know the there name. There is another one. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not, no, 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 no. I was, I was thinking because all the of all the bands I actually looked up, I actually looked up more than what was on here, and there were some metal bands and albums that were not listed on this the album list. Okay. But we'll get to that as we do the album list. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what do you got? So, no, no t- notables. Allison Chain's Unplugged album. Okay, came yes. Came out this year. Mm-hmm. Ex- hang on, before you go on, Except also put out Predator at this point. Yes. I think that was one of the last ones with Udo Dirkscheider. It might be. Um, Yeah, we got we got back and forth. We're going to... Apocalyptica. Um, okay. The guys that did Metallica with cellos. Yes. Which I didn't know that they they pretty much this is the one that probably like started them in the mainstream. Yes, as much as they were. But I have I have one of their later albums. All right, right. Um, and just feel free to jump in whenever. Arch Enemy Black Earth came out. Yes, that's uh, th- that is a fucking amazing record. And if you listen to early Arch Enemy, mm-hmm. um, and even Arch Enemy today, they oh. still have a female singer. Yeah. And she does the Cookie Monster vocals better than a lot of the guys do. It's, it's, it still gets me that with Arch Enemy, there's like two camps yeah. of the band. Yeah. Who do you like better? I, you see, I'm an Angela Gossow fan. I didn't get into him until the newer singer was on. Right. So it's like... See, I... I, but, I, but, I, I but I like them both. I got into him with I, Angela Gossow. It's just like ACDC. I have no preference to either Brian or Bon. I like them right. both. I got yeah. you. But, uh, oh, and Angela Gossow's fucking... <laughs> oh, come on now. See, that's why he's steering into that lean. Oh, oh, Angela Gossow. <laughs> Tested very high on the stroke ability scale. <laughs> oh. That's just nasty, man. <laughs> so that's disgusting. All right. So next one on mine is Behemoth. Okay. okay, I got one before that. Yep. Uh, I have Bathory's yep. Blood on Ice. Um, this uh, We're getting later into the Bathory catalog. Corthon's not going to be around much longer, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I mean, anything Bathory, I will get behind because it, it. This is what this is where black metal started. Yeah, it all started with Corthon and Bathory, mm-hmm. and Bathory when they toured, it was three guys: it was Corthon, Kothar, and Vorth. In the studio, it was fucking Corthon. He did it all. Wow, he did it all. And, you know, I, I love Bathory going all the way back to the black metal album. Yeah, before we get too far in the B's, there's one A that I think I think has been ignored for years as we've been doing this. I oh, really do. Okay. And I don't know why, and I almost want to go to all the Wikipedia pages and, and do it because this band should not be forgotten for what they've done to the metal music industry, and I think they are being. And... Anvil, plugged in permanent. Jeez, fuck you. Christ, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and uh, lips. But we've never talked about Anvil. And we never will. Well, no, but I'm going to put it on all the Wikipedia pages, and that's that's a damn shame that everybody forgot about Anvil. No, we didn't forget. We just don't care. 
Have you seen Anvil, the story of Anvil? Yes, I have. (laughs) It's two hours of my life. I'll never fucking get back. I actually, while doing this list, I listened to a little bit of the album. Okay. And as every album before it, it sucks. I just went, Jesus Christ. Is there only, is it ever going to be one Anvil album where I just say, that's the one, that's the one. It hasn't. I'm waiting for it. No, it's, it's going to happen. It's one dude in India or Sri Lanka or some shit who digs fucking Anvil. And like four Canadians. Look, there's got to be one album out there that is listenable. No. I. <laughs> and I will find it. No. <laughs> uh, Moving uh, on. Biohazard. Matalayao. I couldn't even figure out how to pronounce that. I've never even heard the album. It's it's. It's Biohazard. Yeah. It's Biohazard. Um, if you liked it, if you like Biohazard, if you mm. liked the earlier shit, if you like State of the World Address, Urban Discipline, you'll dig Model layout. Yeah. It's Biohazard. Yep. After that, I got Bruce Dickinson's Skunk Works. Yes. Mm-hmm. This was a hard listen. It was. But to be I, honest, I didn't buy any Dickinson solo stuff after Tears of the Dragon. Yeah. I, I, I was listening to it, and I was just like, man, you just... It's almost like they... They took every he took all of his vocals from Iron Maiden. Yeah, but none of the the musicianships. Right. You know, and yeah. it's, it's so there's a lot of operatic stuff and a lot of, you know, and it's actually kind of fucked up that you say that because after Dickinson went back to Maiden, he took his guitar player from a solo band with him. Yeah, Yannick well, Gears. Gears. Yeah, really. Yeah, Yannick Gears. Yeah. His introduction to Maiden, to the Maiden family, was he was the guitar player, lead guitar player on Dickinson's solo stuff. Yeah. You yeah, know, but and, you listen to it, it's just like, it's it's just not good. And even, I I think even the mix on Skunk Works was, that, that's more of a comment on the mix, the, the tame of the damn thing. Yeah. Because yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it is. It's The vocals are too prominent. Um. You know, I and me, I'm I'm a fan of vocals being treated as an instrument. Mm-hmm. Mix them in equally. Yep. You know, maybe a little bit, a little bit more prominent than say yeah. the, you know, but whatever. Anyway, moving yeah, on. There's some really great in the seas. I mean, you got. Can I ha- hang on? We got we, uh, we. Don't forget about Bork Nagar. Who the fuck is Bork Nagar? It's good black metal. Shut up. When? <laughs> As I tell you, I can't forget about. I've never fucking heard of them. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Do you want me to throw in my bees now or wait until the end? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack came out this oh, year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so when you were talking about that, I'm like, get the hell out. Oh. Yeah. Roller coaster. Yes. Yes. And we're going to score. Score. Forget, that could be either movie. <laughs> Excuse me. Is this a goddamn... <laughs> Uh, Beck Old Delay uh, oh, came hang out. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh. <laughs> no! I poop too much! <laughs> and I get tired! <laughs> Maybe you're <laughs> lactose intolerant! <laughs> no! I poop too much! Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, Beck Old Delay. Yep. Came out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, I mean, that has some good stuff on it. It did. It that, did. That was Beck's debut. Yes. Recorded basically in his fucking bedroom on a four track. He did it all himself. Bork is uh, Bork Beck. <laughs> bork, Bork, Bork. Nope. I think Bjork put a record out this year too. <laughs> no, that was last year. We didn't fucking I didn't fucking mention it. Fucking Bjork. Tank uh, girl. Oh Jesus Christ. But um oh. Beck, that guy is a legit 
musical genius. Yes. But the, yep. like Odile had so much good shit on it. Yep. Devil's haircut. Yep. Uh, of course, the one that everybody got to know back from, loser. Yep. Soy un perdedor. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? Getting funky with the cheese whiz. <laughs> Drive Joke by body pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Beck. Oh. But I, I won't let you finish. I won't let you finish. Let me, let me finish. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> lack, lackluster, uh, I think this is fourth album from the Black Crows, uh, Three Snakes and One Charm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got it, and I was totally disappointed. I didn't. I didn't buy anything Black Crows after I think Amorica. Yeah, well, this Amorica was, was the this last was right one. after Amorica. Yeah, I think Amorica was the last one I the, bought. The album after this one, they go back to their roots, and it's really good. And I can't remember the freaking name of it, but it comes wait, out a couple wait, years later. Amorica is the one with the with the with the yeah, with yeah. the hairy box. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the last one I bought. I bought that at the PX in Fort Davis. <laughs> did you get the pew version yes oh boy yes of course I, he did yes i got no surprisingly because like i'm surprised that um the army air force exchange system didn't fucking censor <laughs> that it. didn't didn't censor that uh, uh one of my favorite albums of all time okay one fierce beer coaster by the by the bloodhound gang dude Firewater Burn came out, uh, you know, is off that record. Yes, yes. The, I, I fucking, it's it's Evil Jared and Jimmy Pop at yep. their best. <laughs> Insane and, album. Dude, and a bunch of fucking Pennsylvania boys. Yep. You know, fucking Westchester represent. Yeah, okay, that was. And, you know, being, being a former skater and being into, you know, shit like that, I have all the CKY videos. Uh-huh. I have <laughs> all of the CKY stuff. Because I knew Bam Margera before fucking Viva La Bam, <laughs> you know, he was there the night he was there the night Roush broke his ankle up at fucking West End Skate Park. For fuck's sake. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. We're sitting. We're sitting at home. Um, now, this is 90 early or late 98, early 99, because Randy hadn't been born yet. Yeah. So we're sitting at we were still living at my mom's house. Right, mm -hmm. Missy was pregnant with Randy, and Roush was still living at at, at my mom's house. Uh huh. I got a phone call. Yo, I need you to come to the West End. Mike, what's up? I broke my fucking ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and sure as shit, we get up there. Roush is there. His fucking ankle swollen up like a basketball. Fucking Bam Margera's there. Ed oh. Templeton, Mike Vallelee. Oh my god! You know, like the the whole fucking. The whole skate crew is there. You know, good times. <laughs> Carrie Getz, like fucking hockey temper Getz was there. Jesus oh. Christ. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Razorblade Suitcase by Bush. Okay, Bush's uh, sophomore album. Yep, yep. Not as good as 16 Stone, but it's not bad. You're you're not wrong. They were just talking about that one on the radio this morning. Yeah. What, Razorblade Suitcase? Yeah. Yeah. Which was odd. It, it you can, bring that one up, like like the big sing, the big single off of Razorblade Suitcase, I believe, was Swallowed. Yes, good and tune. I think there was only one other one off of that, but it was, eh, it wasn't bad. And and here's one that you guys will know: the, the one song off of this album. Okay, the name of the album is Electric Larry Land. Oh, the Butthole Surfers. Butthole yep. Surfers. Pepper came yep. out in '96. I don't mind the sunshine. Yep. yep. Yeah, I like the Butthole Surfers. Yeah. Those guys are those guys were fun. Yep. 
Um, you know, who was in my room last night? Yes. Good shit. Yes. Yeah, Gil- Gilby Clark's a freaking madman. Oh my god! Fucking a. Oh god! I, I mean, their their ministry with less of a heroin habit <laughs> and more talent. Yep. It was funny that the first time I ever actually heard of the Butthole Surfers, I never thought of that. Was '92. Uh, okay. Uh, we had to do a report in college, and you just had to do it on something you knew. You did so, it on buttholes. No, I did it. I did it on Aerosmith and like Aerosmith but- and Kiss and stuff like butthole. that. Butthole. You know, because it was music, and music is what I enjoyed. And after I'd done this whole thing about pretty much hair metal and, you know, and, of course, this is the 92 version of hair metal and where Kiss was going and where Aerosmith is and all yeah. that other stuff, I had this one kid and you know, one guy in the class, oh, what's your views on the butthole surfers? I'm like, what the fuck is a butthole surfers? <laughs> yeah, they, they, it was like, it was like and, and, he, and, and after knowing the person, he did it to be an asshole. Right. But it's like, I know more about music than you. No, you fucking don't. But but you know more about that fucking band, right? And who knew? Who seriously knew anything about the Butthole Surfers in '92? But indie fucks that hung at our record stores, <laughs> you douchebag asshole. I'm I'm fucking triggered right now. <laughs> I'm triggered right now. Oh god! All right, moving on. Well, uh, no oh. more, no more bees. Okay, go ahead, Bill. Uh, yeah, just make sure because I actually had the Butthole Surfers on that. <laughs> because I didn't know that was. I tell you what, Electric Larry Land was a fun record. Yes, it was, yes, it was, it was a fun record. I, I love the Butthole Surfers. Uh, okay, now there's a lot of great ones in C's. Okay, and I'll just go through them quick. Cannibal Corpse, Vile, great record. One of, well, that's one of the one of the final ones with Chris Barnes. Um, that's before Corpse Grinder. I was going to say, and then and then Corpse Grinder comes on after. Yes, uh, but I mean, to me, like my my, I'm a I'm a huge. Early Cannibal Corpse fan. Uh huh. I love Eaten Back to Life. I love Tomb of the Mutilated. I love Butchered at Birth. Great fucking records. But Vile's not bad. Mm-hmm. Then there was uh, Corrosion of Conformity. Uh, yeah, Wise Blood. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cradle of Filth, Dusk in Her Embrace. Fucking amazing record. That is probably my favorite Cradle of Filth record. Wow. Yeah. It, um, like everybody, everybody, everybody talks up Nymphetamine. I'm like, no. Go back, listen to Dusk and Her Embrace. Mm. But my favorite Cradle of Filth song is actually a cover. Okay. Their cover of No Time to Cry by the Sisters of Mercy. Okay. I never even heard that song. Oh, dude, look it up. It's Danny Filth at his best. And I... F- and I I'm- Wait, is that his name? Danny Filth. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. And Paul- And their, their fucking lead guitar player is a killer, too. Paul Allender. Yeah. Oh, Cradle of Filth is just a good band. I, I dig Cradle of Filth. Yep. And uh, then the Cult released High Octane Cult. And also Crowbar released mm-hmm. Broken Glass this year. Yep. I don't. I know Crowbar, but I don't know. Right. Gotcha. Not, not listen to him. Anything in the C's? Cake. Fashion Nugget. Uh, the Distance. Going for Speed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yes. Cake are like Weezer. They have that one fucking sound. Yes. But we so but good. Weezer has talent. Yeah. Well, I cake. love Weezer. I don't like cake at all. <laughs> the uh, short the distance and short shirt long jack could be the same fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. It's they also did a redo of uh shit. Yeah, yeah, everything they did pretty much no. was shit. <laughs> There's a cover on this song. I can't fucking remember it. And uh, Counting Crows Recovering the Satellites came out this year. Okay, the second Counting Crows record. Yep, yep. 
And uh, I remember I saw... Oh, by the way, that Green Day concert, I was able to find on the interwebs when that was. You saw that. I saw that. No, that was STP. I'm going to talk about it later. Oh. November 11th of 1995 is when that snowstorm fucking hit. Okay, so Veterans Day. Yeah, but uh, I remember she was a huge uh, Counting Crows fan. Yeah. And the Wallflowers were just, you know, had their album. And Montage, up at Montage, uh, Wallflowers and Counting Crows were playing. Yeah. Fucking Counting Crows were horrible in concert. I, I could see that. No energy. I just wanted to fucking fall asleep. Well, the, their music is boring to begin it with. Was, it, yeah, it was just like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, and, and that, to me, that's a stinker of a fucking show. The Wallflowers and Wallflowers. Crows. Oh, Wallflowers did a, put on a really good show. He uh, Jacob Dylan ain't no fucking Bob Dylan. I'll no, tell you that I much. Don't. He didn't inherit his dad's fucking <laughs> all his dad's skills. Uh, well, done with the C's. All right. So now, now we're gonna get into the D's. Danzig Five, Black Acid Devil. Good record. This is, but this is where Glenn started to get a little bit weirder. Yeah, he kept starting with four. He just kept getting yeah, like more strange. Yeah. How do you mean? He has a Glenn Danzig always had good vocals. Okay. But he likes to fuck with modulation on the vocals. Yeah. So you'll get stuff that like sounds like he's he's yelling through uh, uh, a megaphone I attached to an octave box. <laughs> yeah. It's like, knock that shit off, man. Just sing. Sing the fucking song. Just, just do the evil Elvis and shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's it's so... Yeah, those... And then I listened to this one, um, uh, Dio Angry Machines. Okay, hang on. I got a couple before that, though. Um, Deep... Actually, I have one before that. Deep Purple put out Perpendicular. Yeah, why did they name it Perpendicular? Not Purpledicular. Because that would be a purple dick. That'd be yeah, yeah purple. That'd be a purple-headed well, custard purple, trucker. Pur- purple dickular. I was, I was shocked when I saw Deep Purple still around. Well, Deep Purple. Uh, I mean, Richie Blackmore isn't with him. Steve uh, Steve Morris was playing guitar for him at the time. Okay, um, but it was still fucking Ian Gillen on vocals. Wow, and still, uh, it, it was still basically the rest of the band. Yeah, just not Richie yeah. Blackmore. Yeah, Ian Pace on drums. Uh, John uh, John Lord on the keys, Roger Glover on bass. Yeah, you know Roger Glover is another one of the reasons I want I wanted always wanted a Rickenbacker. You know, it, it it was basically the same band. And Ian Gillen, to this day, Ian Gillen's in his seventies. Okay, he should yeah because they they came they came out in what the early seventies the early they came out in the sixties sixties yes. The first Deep Purple shit was released in the 60s. Oh, but before Ian Gillen was with Deep Purple, he is he was part of the original London stage production of Jesus Christ Superstar. Get the hell out of here. Yes. I will send you a link on YouTube of Ian Gillen performing um, as Jesus Christ. Wow. It's fucking amazing. The only guy I've heard do it that well or possibly better is Ted Neely, who was the who was Jesus Christ in the movie? Yeah, back in the seventies. Cool. Um, and my attorney friend Nick Massington is also. You wouldn't think it to 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 look at Nick. He looks like a bulldog. Owns an MMA gym. Um, you know, Nick is the biggest musicals fan I know outside of Marion Hoffner. Get the hell out. Yeah. You know the rose from Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Nick has one in his office. Oh, my. Nick is the one 
you know, he's he like we were talking about. I I posted a thing one night on Facebook about Ian Gillen's vocals. Yeah, I think it was. I think I posted "Child in Time," which is just like a searing vocal performance. And then Nick's like, "How about this?" And posts "Guess the Main" by Ian Gillen from Jesus Christ Superstar. And I'm like, "Fuck <laughs> me!" I will send you the link. It is so fucking good. Wow. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so I'm I'm done with the D's. You got any any D's? Uh, Demo Borgir. Yep. Storm Blast. Mm-hmm. More good black metal. Yep. You need to you you need to. I'm pointing at you, Miller. It's not a visual thing. I had to say it for the audience. What? 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 You need to listen to Demo Borgir. Dave Matthews Band. No. Crash. <laughs> Their no. second album. Hi, I'm Dave Matthews Band. I'm <laughs> No. I'm, woo, and I. That my, was tour the last... bus, my tour bus supports poop on the highway. <laughs> I'm Dave Matthews Band. Thank you. <laughs> this was this pretty was... good. <laughs> what would you say? This is the last Dave Matthews Band album that I bought. This should have been the last one fucking released. You're not wrong. I, I have tons of albums. Thank you, Dave Matthews Band. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a fucking fan. Not a fan at all. All right, moving on. All Do right. you have any other Ds? I have no Ds. I have no Es. Okay. No, okay. I am. I am done up until K. Okay. I, so you guys can go. We I, got. I hate God. Release dope sick. Yep. It's a good record. Uh, next, we have God Flesh. I got Fs. Oh, hang on. Go ahead. Fiona Apple made her de- debut. <gasps> Ooh. The video for Criminal. Criminal. That's exactly... The video for Criminal. That, that video seems like it should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what... But, hey, she was legal. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's... it's. I feel dirty watching that video. Oh, I feel dirty, but I like it. <laughs> what I need is a good defense. I feel like I shouldn't be watching that video. The uh, I watched it a lot of times with one hand. Allegedly. <laughs> Fountains of Wayne. Oh, Stacy's mom. No, this is their debut album. Yeah, but uh, I'm, that's um, but that's that's what they're known for. But yeah. this had uh, radiation vibe on it. Never heard it. Um, it's a good song. Oh, you know what? I got an F too. Firehouse re- replete, re- blah, blah. Firehouse released an album. Good really? Acu- good acoustics. Hmm. They're still around again. Yep. I'm good until G. Okay, you got G's? No. Nope. Godflesh. Songs of love and hate. I mean, it's not as good as Slave State, but it's Godflesh. Some of the some of the few industrial band, one of the few industrial bands I actually enjoy. Godflesh. Godflesh. Industrial. Yes, uh, like them. Uh, I like. I, I always. I was introduced to Godflesh and Front Two Four Two and Frontline Assembly, and I just ended Neubotten by my first roommate when I got to Panama mm-hmm. by Jay Barnes, or no, Steve Barnes, Jay Reeves. Uh, by Steve Barnes. He was big into the industrial stuff. Wow. And he introduced me to bands like God for, uh, Godflesh and I Hate God and, you know, Einstrasende Neubotten. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, Gorgoroth released Antichrist. In uh, the H's, I've got Halloween. Mm-hmm. They released one of their lesser known records. They released the, to- released the Time of the Oath. Uh, for I, In Flames released The Jester Race. Well, you know what? I, I, we talked about these two already, too. Gin Blossoms and Hootie. So. Yeah, gin, the Gin Blossoms and Hootie. Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Iced Earth released The Dark Saga. Right. Uh, this is another one before, you know, the fucking leader of Iced Earth decided to become, you know, an insurrectionist. And yeah. 
sad, sad, sad. It happens. Yeah. I, I think this is one of the ones with uh, Ripper Owens on vocals, too, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be wrong. I think this was the year that Ripper Owens actually joined Priest. You, you know what? I think, I yep, you are right, because mm-hmm. I have the notable events. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think this is you the You went year, all out this week. The the year Ripper Owens joined. Yeah, jo- yeah, yeah. The internet went all fucking out this That's week. That's right. <laughs> fucking Wikipedia, baby. Fucking bitch with a highlighter. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kay, Kay, what do you got? Okay, I started with, uh, I know you're going to say this one, so I'll just get out of the way. King Diamond, The Graveyard. Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to put that one down. I'm not one that I know. It's it's not, it's not. The Amon Saga. It's mm. not Spider's Lullaby, but it's a King Diamond record. Yeah. You know what you're getting mm-hmm. when you get a King Diamond record. Corn uh, Relief. Life is Peachy. Great fucking album. Yep. It's corn. I love corn. Yeah, me too. Especially on the cob, which is <laughs> he likes cream corn. He likes cream and corn. <laughs> I don't like cream corn. I do like cob corn though. That's right. Um, that's that's all I have for the K's. I know there's other ones. There's that, not a lot in K's. That's all I got too. Yeah, that's all yeah. I. Have. Uh, I mean, but life is peachy. Mm-hmm. Is, is such a fucking great record. Um, what ninety four was the first corn record? Wasn't yeah, it? I think so. I yeah, know. it was ninety three or ninety four. Yes. Um, because it was corn, and there was one. There was one after in between this one. No, maybe there wasn't. No. Life is Peachy is their second they one. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think came Issues. Yes. And, but you know, I mean, it's corn. You know what you're getting. It's, and it's fucking good. It's good shit. And Jonathan Davis's vocals are just like chilling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially, oh, yeah. go back to the first album and listen to Daddy. Okay. Is, yep. That's fucking chilling, that song. But I, I, I love corn. All right. Moving on. L. L? Yeah. L. No L's. I got L.A. Guns. I didn't. I, I don't. List, I don't think I listened to anything after the one with like the Ballad of Jane. Oh, so nothing after Cocked and Loaded. Yeah. This is. Uh, they released American Hardcore. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the fucking record. No. <laughs> I got. I got Local H. Oh, Bound for the Floor. Yes. Never. What, who? Two guys. Drummer, guitarist. That's it. Okay. And when you I just get, don't get it. You keep it copacetic. <laughs> is that them? Yeah. Yes. That is fucking it. I, I, I have a story coming up fucking, when we get to the S's. Earworm ear song. My, my Y'all, mind God, was yeah. blown away. Yep. That, yeah, that's, that was Local H. Yep. Um, L, I had LA Guns. Mm-hmm. You have anything for M? M's, I got a few. Okay. Man of War, louder than hell. Yeah. Never, like, never been a Man of War fan. You don't like true metal then? No. Sorry, it's not. Hey, no, it's okay. It's okay. You don't like the, you're not, you're either true metal or you're not. Jesus. Yeah, I, it is, man. Yeah, well. No, Striper didn't do anything this year. Now. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn I, you for that typo. Oh, shit. the Stripo negative. My God. That was great. That burned my eyeballs. I was honestly, when I looked at that, I had so many, like, crossovers in my head going <laughs> off. Yeah. But it's like, I, I, I had too many. Because I know too many. I know too many Striper songs, and I know too many Typo songs. <laughs> that I can cross too many over. To oh, hell with God. the devil from the satanic perspective. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, so I just I was like, honestly, oh. I know you're fucking someone else. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know, I know you hate this, but I, I got Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar. It, it, I, I love the album. I, I hate. I, I I know you know I, this was. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I know this was. Smells like children was a, was a good album. This one was a great album. No, it wasn't. It was. I love this album. I, I, 
okay. Uh, full disclosure, I bought Smells Like Children. All right. For one reason. This is before, you know, the interwebs and streaming yep. and all this other shit. Yep. My band, Big Jim and the Twins in Panama, we played the beautiful people. Got you. So I bought the fucking CD to learn a four chord fucking song that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, when I when I bought this one, this is around the time that I mean, I don't know where everybody kind of was at the time, but I remember buying it and like everybody kind of jumping on it. Oh like, yeah, it was like, everywhere. Like well, yeah, like Jason Jason and Lance of all people were were jumping on this. Yeah. And I kept kind of thinking, it's like, this is not your style of music. Right. You know, but I'm not going to gatekeep anybody. It's probably the first and last, like, album of this type they would ever buy. Right. But everybody had, the, I think everybody had this album in their collection. Probably. Just, it, it, it was popular. But yeah. It, but listening to it, it's really good. No, it's not. It is. It it's is. terrible. It is good. It's terrible. <sighs> Bad music by a terrible person. <laughs> Summed I admit up he's a terrible person. Now, strange enough, King Diamond and Merciful Fate released an album. Yes. Yep. Um, this yep, Merciful Fate like released double, an album. Double duty there. Uh, it it wasn't as strong as some of Merciful Fate's earlier stuff. Mm -hmm. Like uh, it wasn't as strong as Don't Break the Oath. Yeah. Oh well. well I mean, because no, it's, it, it's Don't Break the Oath. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're, not you know? gonna, you're not gonna compare to that one. Right. It, it, but it wasn't even as strong as their comeback album. It wasn't even as strong as In the Shadows. Yeah, I think I just it's a mid '90s thing. I think a yeah. lot of things they were putting shit out just to put shit out. Because In the Shadows, we that was I think '92, '91, '92. It might have been. I don't know years. Because I was still I was I hadn't joined the army yet. Mm -hmm. But now, anyway, the next one is the album that offended everybody at one point or another. Metallica load. <gasps> Okay. I was not offended. So so many people just got upset I know, at that. But well, I, you had if if you if you started with Metallica pre-Black, I know. It's like this was the one where it's like you got the album and they cut their hair and Jesus Christ, everything just like turned upside <laughs> down. Well, earlier we talked about Alice in Chains doing their unplugged. Yeah. Mike in is on his base has friends don't let friends get friends haircuts. <laughs> yep. Because the boys from Metallica were sitting in the front row. Yeah. Um, Load is one of those albums and Reload. If you don't go into it expecting Master of Puppets mm -hmm. or even the Black Album, it's not a fucking terrible album. I enjoy it. It's I, just not I, a Metallica album. I, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Now I get Load and Reload very confused. Yeah. I know the yeah. song. I, I forget which one the House of Jack built was in. I think that uh, was 24 on reload. By, yeah, 24 by 7. 2, by, two by 4 is you know on load. Yeah. Until It Sleeps is on load. You see what I mean? It's like I, and I but, get confused about yeah. which one. It, it could have been Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, like, like with Use Your Illusion 1 or 2, you could have cut the fat off of those two records mm -hmm. and made one good fucking record. I think record. we actually talked about we did, that in the, the, the Metallica. Yes, we you did. Guys, yeah. You guys did. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, we said that. They're, and I, I, But I still enjoy both albums. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The, Mama said, I, "Mama said oh, that song. the outlaw, Such a bad line when he's outlaw like, you know, torn, I think is I need your one. I need your arms to shelter me, but a cold stone's all I see." Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, fuck. that that was right after James's mom yeah, had died. Yeah, and mm -hmm. from something that she could have been treated for. Yep. Yeah, because you know his family, he came from a family of Christian scientists. Yep. You know, yeah. he, God, God's love will heal. 
Fuck, man. But I yeah. still I still remember I have the CD and I still remember looking at the CD and they had the Metallicats. Yeah. Everybody in short hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody with short hair and yeah, suits yeah. and all that. And my first thought was, oh, that's got to be Photoshopped. It has to be. They wouldn't cut their hair, would they? Well, <laughs> I'm sure the video for Until It Sleeps oh, yeah. dropped before the, rec- the CD. Well, yeah, did. but I... I Probably yeah. wasn't watching oh, and, and, and then Lars, Lars with his guy liner running. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder, that was around the time that was, that was probably Napster Bad was before this. Uh, I think it was. Yes, because it was for that one, uh, oh God, what the what the hell is those movies with Tom Cruise? Mission Impossible. Yeah. They did a song. On I his... Disappear. Yes. Well, that was later. That oh. was later. Well, that was Because the... Newstead does not play on I Disappear. But he was in the video. He's in the video, but he never, he didn't play on the song they were going th- that was right before they did they got back together to do garage inc okay which ah. is the last release with newstead on it. all right bob rock actually played bass on i disappear oh, okay oh and he played bass on saint anger yeah yeah should have got somebody different to play the drums no, they just should have. Should have got somebody different to do the whole fucking. They should have just fucking hit the <laughs> lever to put the fucking strainer up on the snare. Oh god. Anyway. All right. Um. Next, Motorhead, Overnight Sensation. I got Ministry, Filth Pig. Yeah. Well, I thought you hated Ministry. I do, but it's a notable record. <sighs> Fuck Al Jorgensen. You man, you confuse me so much. I don't highlight this shit because I know you don't like this shit. Yeah, that's why I didn't put it down. And either. then it's like, no, but oh, but I would have mentioned it anyway. That's right. Fucking. Wackadoo. I'm going to fuck you up. Wackadoo. <laughs> That's it for the M's. Wackadoo, wackadoo. Matchbox 20s. A debut uh, album dropped. What did they do? Oh. Well, I don't know if I've ever been good enough. I'm yeah. a little untrusting. There you go. And I feel like my head is caving in. Okay, I'm not good at that part of the just fucking a, lyrics. I swear to God. You, that's you, push. Just yeah. Just I know, about, but but you, it's this is like Adam Sandler on fucking remote control. <laughs> He's just gonna say shit. That's and right. What's the song? I don't fucking know, but you just. Oh, I gotta it. sing it. <laughs> well, the, put a melody on it. No, don't do that. We'll get a copyright infringement. No, I'm not doing that. Don't be talking again. Then don't look at it porn. Well, I don't know if I've ever been good enough. Well, I'm a little bit rusty. Okay, I know it. Yeah. Okay, it's enough. Fuck it. <laughs> the push is on there, 3 a.m. There's, oh, a, there's God, a lot. Of... Is that the one in the front yard? Huh? My car is in the front yard. No, 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 no. That's fucking... Uh, All the same. When, no, that's... Who the fuck does that? <laughs> it's it's not, not, that's not Matchbox 20. <laughs> yeah, long day, real world, back to good. Okay. Good. It's a good record. Okay. It is. It's I'll, a good CD. It's a, it's a really good record. I'll take yeah. your word for it. It's not. And that my... was Rob Thomas, right? Yes. Yeah. Smooth. Just... He's going to be at Wind Creek. Yeah. All right. Who? Rob Thomas. Really? Yeah. He's going to be at Wind Creek. Speaking of which, our tickets for Anthrax, Exodus, and Black Label are procured. <laughs> Merry Christmas, boys. Yes, sir. Boom. There it is. Now I just want to know Boom. what Bill's going to buy us. It is. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the Ricky Rackman tickets. I got the Anthrax tickets. I'm going to donate to the human fund <laughs> in, in your names. No, do it as the people's poet. <sighs> anyway. Wow. What do you got? Ends? Ends. Nothing in the ends. Nada Surf. Uh, what? The who? Remember that song, Fuck. Popular? No, no, no. <laughs> I, if it's one of those ones, it was a one. Hit, it, it was a one-hit wonder. If, if I heard if it, I'd probably it, yeah. hear it. But yeah, no. Uh, O's. 
Uh, I got one of the overkills. I got overkill, the killing kind. Yes. Which I was listening to today. And again, it's overkill. It's, it's standard, fucking overkill. It's, it's standard over. I mean, it's it's you know, like thrash metal. They they're one. They're the ACDC of thrash metal. They do not fucking change. Right. I love Bobby Ellsworth's vocals. Yeah, it's just it should be the same. You know, uh, DD. You know, DD Verini is one of the better bass players in thrash metal. You know, yeah, uh, Ratsky had Ratskate. Was Ratskaby still on drums at the time? Not sure. I I, I don't know. A or lot Ratskates, of, rather. I don't I don't know a lot of personnel in these bands. Oh, okay. Except for like the obvious ones. Yeah, like Bobby L, like Blitz Ellsworth. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, yeah. I was I was always a fan of Dee Dee Verini's bass playing too. That guy was a fucking machine. Please. All right, what do you got next? Uh, the peas. Uh huh. Pantera, the Great Southern Trend Kill. Excellent fucking record. Yeah. Not not my favorite of Pantera's. I think it, I, it's it's not mine either. Yeah. But it's a great fucking record. We sh- that's a band we should do a deep dive on. It's a small catalog. Yeah. Was yeah. it five or six? Five or six. Well, like no. That. If you're talking power metal and uh, no, nah, we'll start. No, a- no. Fuck you. We're starting all of them. We're we're doing all of them. We got to find the stuff with Terry Glaze on it. I, I I think it's all on YouTube. Everything you can ever find is if on YouTube. If it's not on Spotify, I'm not fucking doing it. Do it fucking on YouTube and shut your fucking mouth. I gotta do it in the car, you fucking jerk. You can do YouTube in the car. Don't tell me to shut my mouth. It's, it's, it's streaming. I don't want to fucking do it in the car. It's, do it in the car, you'll like it. <laughs> Fuck. All right, moving on. Uh, P.O.D. Braun came out. Braun. 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 I got a brown one come out. Yeah. Now this isn't this isn't my favorite one, which is Satellite. Satellite's a great album. But yeah, but yeah. but at least it's it's POD. Yeah. And I, I absolutely just I don't know. There was they were different at the time and I loved them. Yeah, I mean even if you go like to the fundamental elements of Southtown, you know, POD is go- uh, fucking just a fun band. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And if you get dig a little into it. You'll find a lot of the stuff has some fucking depth to it, oh, a little yeah. bit of meaning. It, yeah, it all. It uh, a lot of their songs do, and it just, you know, they, they like to have fun with the videos. But man, the, the songs do mean stuff. Oh yeah, one song. We are we youth are, of the nation. Youth, youth of, of the, the nation. nation. Yeah, who? That's a ooh. That's yeah. a rough. That's a rough one when you listen to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, little, little Susie, she was only twelve. She was giving the world with every chance to excel. Oh yeah, great yeah. fucking great band. I love Pod. Those guys are, you know, um, if Striper had testicles, they'd be POD. Yeah, there you go. That's right. They're, they're they are a Christian, Christian rock band. They're a Christian yes. rock band. Yep. Damn. If Striper, I keep forgetting If that. Striper had balls, they'd be POD. Striper was all right. Nah, terrible band. No, no. They, the only problem with Striper, the only problem with Striper was the fucking uniforms. What, the yellow and black? Yeah, they really. Hey, if we're going to wear uniforms, man, we should all wear something different. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I think if Striper didn't do the uniforms like they did, I think I think they would have been a lot bigger, longer. Do you think the Do you think the green and black that I sent you is Stripo negative? Work no, better? That was, that was nasty. That was just nasty. I didn't like they it look, at all. They look like DX. It, oh, Jesus Christ! It was a fuck, oh my god! It fucking DX. If DX was a cheesy '80s band, yeah. Oh, oh my god! Oh, keep going. Okay, so. Uh, some other notables in the in the well, Poison's greatest hits came out. Yep. Okay. Which I actually have that, and that's 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 I I love the greatest hits. Yeah. I love this one, Iggy Pop, Nude, Rude, and the and, and Nude and Rude, the best of Iggy Pop. No, I, I got a lust for life. I I mean, 
Iggy Iggy Pop is. Uh, I I like Iggy Pop, and ever since I saw the CGB GB, GB movie, I like him a little more. Oh, Iggy Pop's only great. only because like how they portrayed him at CBGBs. Well, Iggy <laughs> like, Iggy was ingesting every substance known to man at the time. Uh, yeah, but he he dives off the stage. Right, and this movie is is basically the history of the place, but it's very. There's some moments in it where there's like talking to the camera moments. Yeah, and the Iggy, the guy playing Iggy Pop, dives off the stage, and he like looks around the camera. I invented stage diving. (laughs) 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 It would not surprise me. (laughs) Iggy looked like a. Iggy looked like a fucking corpse in the seventies. Yeah, and he he didn't get any better looking. But hey, no. but he's Iggy fucking Pop. Yeah, and, yep. he, and he played in Star Trek, so always forever in my heart. So ah, love me some Iggy Pop. Yep. So that's all for the uh, I, P's, and Q's. Well, Pr- I, Prong released Rude Awakening. I was going to say, I got... Well, I'm not going to say I got P's again. Cause, uh, President's second album dropped. Okay. Was this the... The Pusas. Oh, I forgot. President's was, United what States. Was on, yeah, what was on this? There was a Volcano, good- Doom Buggy... Uh, Mach Five. No, there was another. There was another good song on the second album. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you. I, I want to say it was like something like Love, Ro- not Love Roller Coaster. That was no. Chili it was uh, Tiki God. Tiki nope. God was on there. It was a good. It was, God damn it! Now I'm gonna now. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have that earworm in my head now. I don't know what it is. Now this group. The only reason I put this on here is because when I was listening to a, a list today, I hear this fucking song. Uh huh. And it, the song title, I think, was like something like uh, standing outside of a broken phone booth with change in your pocket. But it starts off like, I got no time today. Yeah. Primitive Radio Gods. Right. And another album that came out this year, and you guys are going to remember this group. You're going to remember two songs. Okay. The Prodigy. Oh, smack, yeah, smack my, my bitch, bitch up. up and Firestarter. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's it's industrial. Yeah, it's industrial. I it, love that fucking video. Oh yes. What for? Smack my bitch up. Yeah, especially the end of it. Yeah, just like, <laughs> just like after all that shit went down. Oh, it's a woman. <laughs> all right, uh, R's. What do you got? What do you got in the R's? No. <laughs> R. Rage against the machine, evil empire. Yes, yeah, sir. Ah, uh, uh, oh. calm the fuck down. Oh. <laughs> Bulls on parade. Fuck it. Don't come on. Don't be a hater. I'll be a fucking hater. Fuck them commies. Let's see, was this? You go. I'm. I'm still looking for that song for the uh, president. Especially that rat-faced, whiny, nasally, fucking bitch-ass singer. Who's the one that climbed up in the fucking rafters? That was the bass player. Yeah, he, uh, during the MTV Music that, Awards. Yeah, that and was, he's shaking. And he fuck. wouldn't fucking get down. That was fucking ten, no, cocksucker. And not he wouldn't get down. He couldn't. He couldn't get down. He got stuck. No. Yeah, that was Tim Cromerford. That was he, the bass player. He got player. up to the top and he realized this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm. I'm. I'm not a fan. Tom Morello is overrated. He, he's he's a whammy pedal, some effects, and come a kill on, switch. Come on, man. Let's not... Fucking prove me wrong. So, <laughs> fucking prove album, me wrong. This album was awesome. No, it wasn't. It was. It was an awesome album. Right? No, it wasn't. It was a Rage Against the Machine album. That immediately disqualifies it from awesome. <sighs> now, let's be honest, though. If I had to mention this album, you would have. It's, it's, it's notable. There you go. It's notable. 
Notable does not mean good. It's not a visual thing. He's like <laughs> dropping the mic. Well, if I drop the fucking mic, you're going to drop kick me. I might. <laughs> I firmly believe that anybody who has ever uh, dropped a mic has never bought a fucking mic. That reminds me. I got to bring my old mic here. I don't know if it's the mic or the cord that's broken in before I do some goofy shit with it. Well, we'll check it out. All right. What else you got? Uh, nothing in the R's. Rush. Uh, Rush. I, I, they said nothing in the R's. Rush. Test for echo. I got some R's here. You got something in the R's? Yes. He has lots in his R's. <laughs> Do you guys remember the song Banditos? Yes. Yes. The refreshments. Oh, my God. That was Fizzy, a fuzzy, song. big and buzzy. Oh, God. Wait. Just how far down are we going to go? What the? Because f- I got the pistol, so I'll take the pistol. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That seems fair. <laughs> take your ID card to the bullet to yeah, the yeah. boulevard, and your ID says you're Captain Jean Luc Picard in yep. the United Federation of Planets. Because yep. they all speak English anyway. <laughs> yep. Oh God. Oh God. I fucking remember that song. Republica. Republica. Okay. Ready to go. Oh yeah. It's a British band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Female lead singer. Song. Um. And this is a band that I think you would know about, Real Big Fish. Yes, sell out. Yes, with me tonight. That was sell that out. Was, yep, with me. Oh yeah. Yep. That's on my punk list. Shit, I'm sorry. It's all right. I but, even looked at it beforehand. You know I'm why, a dickhead? Oh. You know why? Because the record company is gonna give me lots of money, <laughs> you know, and everything's gonna be first time, all right. First time I heard of them today. Well, first time I heard it was listening to this thing. I'm like, this is a fucking kick-ass song. Oh, Real Big Fish is fun. Yeah. I have, the, I, have the, I have the CD. There were a lot of horns. Oh, yeah. It's good ska. A yeah. lot of what? Horns. Horns. Oh, horns. Sorry. What did you oh, think I said? Horrors. Yeah, there you go. Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm worried I'm, I'm that Dan is going to come off looking like a hooey. <laughs> 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 this is my Stu Hart impression for the night. That's all my Oz. <laughs> okay. Yeah, speak, well, hold on. Speaking of, I, I completely forgot about this O. Okay. Ozzy came out with an album called Secret Songs. Okay. Um, what was secret about it? Well, it, it was a lot of stuff that there was um, Ain't No Nice Guy and Close My Eyes was on this one. Okay. Because they were not on Ozzy albums. Um, Don't Blame Me was on it. Party with the Animals. It was a lot of B-side stuff that never made it to albums. Oh, okay. Oh, so it was pre-recorded stuff that they just yeah. had a... Yeah. And there was one song on called Amy, which was dedicated to, to his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah. Awesome album. I love the album, and it, I, I, I did not know it was done in 96. I, I got a question for you. Yes. I, you brought up I Ain't No Nice Guy. Yes. Whose version do you prefer? Ozzy's or Motorhead's? I think you're only thinking... There was only one. Hellraiser was the one they did. They're, well, they're both heard, on Ain't No Nice Guy. I've heard... Ozzy's version of "I Ain't No Nice Guy." No, they're both they're both on "Ain't No Nice Guy." I heard I've heard a version of it where it's just Motorhead. It's actually just Phil and Lemmy. Yeah, that I didn't. The version I know was the version with Ozzy and Lemmy. Yeah, and like Hellraiser, they both did their own thing. Yeah, for that I prefer Lemmy's. Of course, because he is a Hellraiser. <laughs> Living on an endless road, rather for rock and roll. <laughs> Jesus. See? Fucking love Lemmy. Sorry, yeah, I forgot about it. I don't have any more surprises after the O's. Okay. So we can get back to Jim's R's. Uh, R's are done. Oh, uh, Jim's done with his R's? Whoa! Don't come back into my R's. Jim's R's is done. <laughs> that That is going to happen. I had a blowout. Every, that's going to happen every year. Yes, we're going to go to Jim's R's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now to the S's. Yes. So I, I know we have Sacred Reich. Yes. Deal. Not, not a... Not the best Sacred Reich record. Yeah. 
It's not the American way. No, that's that was their peak. Oh, God, fuck yes. I mean, Surf Nicaragua was good, mm-hmm. but they really hit something spectacular with the American way. Yeah. Sepultura. Yep. Roots. Oh, God. Uh, that is a yeah. great fucking album. Yeah, this, yes. was, this was the follow-up to... Um, Fuck, now I'm blanking the first one. The one before this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That one. That, that one. Um, blue cover. Um, fuck, what is it? Rise. That? No, Arise was... There's no, one after Arise. Arise was a brown cover. Yep. Yeah, but this was this was after Arise. Right. Well, yeah. There's, so one, that's, there's one between this one and Arise. Christ, I have Arise and on the tape. And we have talked about it a lot uh, before. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, Roots was... I. I didn't know this one too much. I mean, it, this has some good stuff. On. Is Bloody Roots on this one? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cavallara Conspiracy still mm-hmm. plays that. And, of course, Sepultura, who tours as Sepultura with no, no. fucking original members. Come no, on. There's no original members left to Sepultura. Well, how do they get the fucking name? I think Derek Green owns the name. I think yeah, the current you could, you singer. Could do, there's a whole bunch of bands that no original members are. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys were just talking about uh, Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think Derek Green might have the right rights to the name Sepultura. Got you. Because uh, the Cavallaro brothers are doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Paulo Jr. is not with the band. Um, uh, Paulo's not with the band. Uh, who the fuck was the lead guitar player? Andreas Kisser's not with the band. You know, there's yeah. no original members of Sepultura left mm-hmm. touring a Sepultura. Okay, go ahead. Slayer, Undisputed Attitude. Their their cover album. Is that what that was? It's a cover album. And a lot of it is punk covers. Hmm. Was that... Wait, that wasn't the one they did In the Guy to Beat on, was it? No, that was just for the Less Than Zero soundtrack. Okay. Um, But, no, this is a, an album full of covers. Yeah, I saw you had that on your list. It's full. Undisputed Attitude. Oh, yeah, well... He didn't have it on his list. He no, highlighted it. His, At least some no, of I us have actually, it on, his, on my punk right list, ass face. Some on of his, us actually do it the right way. No, I, I do it my way. That's my right. way or the highway. Excel. Yeah! Damn Limp Biscuit. Don't <laughs> 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 be talking about my biscuit. Don't be talking about this chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water either. <laughs> I shouldn't have done these at work because, my God, I'm going to notice how much shit I miss. All right, go ahead. Uh, Slipknot's. Feed, make, kill, repeat. Yep. You know what I read about this? They only did a thousand copies of this. Hmm. And it was... Of the original pressing, yes. Yes. And people want this bad. Yeah. If you... I mean, that... The original press of feed, make, kill, repeat is... uh, It's very, very valuable at this point. But this is the, the demo that got them signed to uh roadrunner yep and then they put there's some songs on this that they put on later albums as well right but the 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 story goes uh sean crahan clown uh-huh uh when they had their meeting when they signed with roadrunner Cl- uh, clown says to the president of roadrunner records congratulations you just signed your first million selling band no shit <laughs> yep and he was right he was fucking right and I've seen Slipknot live multiple times. They're one of the most fucking amazing live acts I've ever seen. Yeah. And I have never in my life seen a frontman 
hold a crowd in the palm of his hand and work the crowd like a puppet the way Corey Taylor does. Yeah. Corey Taylor is the fucking best front man in heavy metal. I'm I'm convinced of that. <laughs> and it, it, he's that good. Yeah. You know, and if you get a chance, if you if you've never seen Slipknot, do it. You will not fucking regret it. Amazing show. All right, moving on. Uh, that's it for my S's. I know you've probably got a few more. Uh, yeah, the Scorpions released a record that I never heard. Yeah, me too. Pure Instinct. Uh, but to be honest, you know the last Scorpions album I bought? Hmm. It was the one that has fucking Winds of Change on yeah, it. Yeah, that's the last one I bought. And I you, have that on tape. For and you know sake. why I bought it? Hmm. Because Valhalla played Winds of Change. I'm trying to think. Of it. it had a key. It had yeah, a key. keyhole on uh, it. Crazy World. Crazy World. Yes. That was, I bought it because we played, uh, actually we played uh, uh, Tease Me, Please Me as well, I think. Yes, that was, that was on that as well. Yep. But we, I know for sure we did Winds of Change. Yeah, I, I have that, I have that album too. That's probably the last one I bought. I wonder if still Latino still remembers how to play that. Still Latino, of course he does. <laughs> you have that, correct? Yeah. I know you have the other one. Um, Stained released Tormented. Any notable on that? Not really. All right. I was going to say, I don't remember that one. Um, Stone Temple Pilots released uh, Tiny Music. Yes. And <laughs> this, I think, is after this, they start going downhill a little bit. Um, well, this is a small hill, at least. Well, no, no, no. But I, <laughs> I saw them at the Spectrum, and I, I can't believe I found this online. The entire... Somebody was in the Spectrum videotaping the entire fucking concert what a waste of a video it's on youtube the whole entire set i'm like i was at this fucking show and what's funny is the band that opened for him because back then you didn't really know who was opening at the time yeah just two people come out you got a guy on drums and a guy on guitar and then they played bound bound to the floor i'm like this is fucking local h it was it was a fucking that was a cool show. Yeah, that was a really cool show. Well, I mean, Stone Temple Pilots, so it can't be that cool. Hey, it was Not, good. But, a ninety-six video camera. There's that wasn't snuck in. No, no, that I know. That thing was probably the size of a boombox. I, I'm, I, like I said, I was shocked that I found this, and it was the whole. I, I watched it. <laughs> I watched it Saturday night. I, I, you know, I'm curious on how they snuck that fucking thing in. I know. That's like I found uh, Metallica's shows. From the Allentown Fairgrounds. No shit. On YouTube. That I was at. <laughs> from the fucking Damage Justice Tour and from the Black Tour. I found those on YouTube. See, I saw them. I saw them during the Black Tour. Yeah, that was 92. July. It was right. Either right before or right after the 4th of July. Because I remember assholes were setting off fucking fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that show too. You're old. Yeah, <laughs> we are. No, no, no. Here's why I say that. Not because of what you saw a show. Because you remember when fireworks were cool? Remember when Remember when you couldn't wait for the fireworks and you couldn't wait to set them off? Now listen to you guys. Assholes are setting them off. I never up. said that. They kept me up at night. Yeah. He said that. He said that. <laughs> that was Miller, not Stroll. Okie dokie. Fucking douche rocket. We, yeah. already, we already mentioned Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Um, this is the one like uh, every... Every day, day is, is a winding, winding road. road. Yeah. Um, here's an oddball. You guys remember the song Super Bon Bon? No. 
voice. Yeah, I, it sounds familiar. Yes. I think I have, must have heard it in my drunken... Soul, soul coughing, yeah. It would... Oh, soul coughing! I know it, but I... Oh, God. Bon, bon, bon. Super bon, bon. Yes! Nope. <laughs> Never fucking heard it. Yes. At least I don't recall ever hearing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Soundgarden's last album, uh, Down on the Upside. Not a bad record. Um, this was their final album as together as Soundgarden. I, they were they were one of the few quote unquote grunge bands I actually dug. Good. I I like Soundgarden, yeah. but you know I mean when you have a guy when you have a singer like fucking Chris Cornell, yep, whose voice can peel paint off a wall. Uh, Kim Thale was a hell of a guitar player. You know, Matt, you know, just a good band. Well, that's this is why this is what caused the uh, scrum between. <clears throat> the band they were cornell wanted to go in a different direction yeah and changed he didn't like the way that he wanted to change the way the guitar sounded and stuff like that and you know he didn't take to it too well yeah there were a lot of infighting yeah. is that where kind of the birth of velvet revolver was then no no velvet revolver was slash well which one was hit cornell's uh, band? um audio slave audio slave yes now that was quite a, that was a that was a little bit later because cornell did his because rage rage for rage with the machine released a few more records yes what yeah rage was still together in 99 man stop dissing them rage with the machine fuck you you corporate shell out pigs <sighs> sponge wax ecstatic fuck them god i remember that see See, the, the basement's coming back. It's not just the basement. It's all the time I spent in the bar. That's all I was on the fucking jukebox constantly. What did Sponge do that I might know? Well, the album before this called Rotten Piano was... So my girlfriend plowed. made of rubber and okay. plastic. Not plowed, I know. Yes. and Plod? Plod. <laughs> I, I, I know plod. This one, this one, the lead single, single was Wax Ecstatic. Yeah, I had no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> Stabbing Westward. Um, when you were talking about industrial, this is an industrial band. Mm-hmm. Um, this was their second album, I think. Uh, Wither, Blister, Burn, and Peel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stabbing Westward was on the Escape from L.A. soundtrack. Yeah. So I was introduced to This one. was, uh, what the hell was the single off this? What Do I Have to Do? That was... Don't know over. it. What do I have to do? Yes. To make you love... Oh, that's yeah. a good song. Don't know it. It's a good song. I'm it's saying I don't know it. it. It's a good album. Don't know it. I don't want to know it. Oh, shit. Shame on you. No. Moving give, on. Give them a listen. What do we got to the, te- to the tease? Some awesome stuff in the tease. Yes. Oh, yes. Tool. Yes. Anima. Yes. Anima by Tool. It was the, it was, uh, this oh. was the one after Undertow. Yes. Yes. This has so much fucking goodness on it. Yeah. My favorite Tool song. Hooker with a penis. Hooker with a penis. Prison sex is on here. No. Stink fist. No. Stink fist. Prison sex was on Undertow. You're right. I'm thinking of Stink Fest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Same difference. Finger deep inside the borderline. This may hurt a little, but it's something you'll get used to. Relax, turn around, and take my hand. <laughs> uh, I, uh, 46 like, and 2. Four, yep, 46 mm. and 2. Um, that strange uh, tool story. I don't. The pot's not on here. No, the pot's is the pot is on ten thousand days. Ten thousand days, yes. The pot and forty six and two were Mark's two favorite tool songs. Really, I get into the car to go to Mark's funeral. Ah, uh, don't even. Missy will verify this. Okay, I still had Sirius satellite 
hooked up in the Jeep, right? So I turn the Jeep on, and what song comes on but 46 and 2? Jesus. And it's not the middle of the fucking song. It just started. See? I looked up. I said, I know you're watching. I got got a creepy story like that as well. My uncle passed away, I'm going to say two years ago, uh, suddenly of a heart attack. And he was cremated. And one of his wishes was, you know, his one of his favorite songs was uh, Southern Cross. Yeah. By Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. And the end of the service, you know, at, at the funeral home, you know, they played that song. And we went to my aunt's house. And she had on, uh, on, on, on a TV some station playing, you know. And as the undertaker was coming on the front porch with my uncle's ashes... What song came on the fucking TV? Southern Cross. Honest to fucking God. Wow. That is fucked up. It's weird. It's like the thing with, you know, we we get in the car. We're going to Mark's funeral. <laughs> that gives you fucking chills, man. Yeah. Like I said, I looked up. And Missy will tell you this. I looked up. I said, I know you're watching. Oh. Yeah, that's just. I know. Fucking. Gives oh. you the heebie-jeebies, man. You know they're there. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Bill? Best album ever. Typo negative October Rust. Great fucking record. Yes. Such goodness. Yep. 96 was the year. that, uh, And I still look back with this with such fond memories. This one, the cover that I have on my CD case is faded to hell. It is slun bleached to hell because of how much time that CD spent in my car. Oh, God. my. October Rust is such a good album. It's, I mean, it's typo. Oh, it, but it's the best typo. It was, everything led up to that. And... You know that was the pinnacle, and well, and this was for me. This was the turning point. Yeah, yeah. In their songwriting, we yep. talked about this in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yep. No, this was, this is my. I mean, it, I, and I still love Bloody Kisses, but October Rust just had so much great stuff on it. Yeah, it it is a fantastic album, except for Bad Ground. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right. That's, it, that's all I have for the rest of my list. Okay. Um, there's a couple more notable ones here that I have. For the tease? Uh, go ahead. Uh, Tonic Lemon Parade came out this year. Who? If you can only see. My eyes work. <laughs> I know the song. If you can only see what makes you happy. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> if you only knew what I'm going to do to you. Yeah, me good on that one. That one. It's like Dave Matthews. Yeah, pretty much. Because I'm going to go three knuckles deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not the fucking three knuckler. <laughs> this came, this song came up in 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 a list. This is another one hit wonder. Uh-huh. Um, the girl's name is Tracy Bonham. Yeah. You might know the song Mother Mother. Yeah. Oh, That's, yeah. That was that came out in '96. When I heard this, I'm like, "Oh, I remember this song." Yep, meh. That was a good song. It was a good song. Meh. That's I'm done with the tease. Uh, Warrant released "Belly to Belly." Yep, kind of like the suplex. <laughs> or, ne- never heard it. Or, the or, Verve pipe. Or two people hugging. The Verve pipe. Remember, remember the song "Freshman." Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking everywhere. Too. That was everywhere for uh, for a hot minute. Yeah, that That's was true. another. That was another set of bands: the Verve pipe and the Verve. Yeah. You know. Whoa. That's right. Yeah. Why? You neither of you could come up with something <laughs> fucking 
Well, I mean, both of you came up with the word verve at the same time. It's not even a real thing. What's a verve? John Kladner, John Kladner. Yeah. It's when you swerve, kind of. The swerve, the verve. <laughs> and then there was one of my absolute favorite albums of all time released in 1996. Um, in between stints with Ozzy and forming the Black Label Society, Zach Wilde releases Book of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Which is it's it's you know it's more more acoustic based record, but it is such a fucking killer album, and it really showcases that Zach is more than just a, a great guitar player, which he is. Yeah, he's a brilliant songwriter and a hell of a singer. And like in February when we go to this show, I'm actually more excited to see Black Label than anybody else because I have never seen Black Label. I've never live. seen him either. Me either. I'm, I'm excited to see all three bands now. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, Anthrax is always a good time. Uh, Gar- Exodus is always a good this time. Is gonna, Poor wow. Gary. Poor Gary. Why? Does he play for both? No. Gary Holt's not in Anthrax anymore. He never was. He was playing with Anthrax. No, he was not. Who was he playing with? It when was Slayer. All right, so I fucked it up. All right, that's, that's it. Yes. Yeah, he was playing with Slayer. But still, Exodus was on the bill. It's yeah, we like, saw that when we saw him at Wind Creek. Yeah. Because Exodus played, then Suicidal came out and played, and Gary took a break during Suicidal yeah. set, came out and played a fucking headlining set with Slayer. He puts his arm in a bucket of ice water when he's done that shit. <laughs> dude, dude, that fucking right hand has got to be hurting at the end of the night, playing as fast as he has to play. Yeah. But yeah, Gary Holt, man, that guy, that guy's a fucking killer. I wish I, wish I had... You know, an extra three grand laying around because Gary Holt is doing a meet and greet. Oh, he's doing a meet and greet for each show. It's one per show. You get his signed guitar that he plays on stage. Hmm. You get to hang out with Gary Holt, have drinks, the whole schmear. Yeah. But it costs you three grand. Oh, my God. Well, maybe if you, what if you tell him it's you and you can kind of, he can pay maybe. Eh, I think you're worth at least a grand to sit with, you know? Nah. It's like... I, it's Gary fucking Holt. <laughs> like, I, got, I got two W's. I got two dubs. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I... I I mean, Exodus is... They're so much fun. But I'm really excited to see... I, I, I have a Black Label Society DVD. I have mm-hmm. uh, Bruised, Bruised, and Broken Boned yeah. with the Detroit chapter. Um... They Black Label is a great fucking live band, at least from what I've seen on the interwebs and the DVD, and I'm super excited to get to see them. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to wear my Black Label Society shirt. Don't be shirt. that guy. No, no. Some douchebag says something in a 90s movie, and that's not gospel. Fuck it. I'm doing it. Don't be that guy. I'm doing it. Fine, then I'm wearing an Anthrax shirt. Yes. I'm going to buy an Exodus shirt, because that's about the only one that I don't have. Weezer dropped an album in 96. Pinkerton. Yes. Uh, shame, and, they, shame they picked it up and gave it to the publisher. Shut it. Pink, and, Pinkerton's and, a good record. Yeah, and Wallflowers, they're yeah, you can, bringing down the horse. You can yeah. drive it home with one headlight. There you go. Yeah, that that won me some fucking you know, trivia night. What? Wallflowers, one headlight. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah? They played a one-hit wonder from from all these different like years and all that, and I got like all ten right. And... That that won us the trivia contest. You know what? One Thursday night, we should go up to the one ten. You mentioned this before because they do music bingo. Okay, we should go up one night. How's music bingo work? 
I don't know. Let's go figure it out. Let's go find <laughs> out. Because it sounds it sounds weird. Well, we'll go. We'll let Frank and Fran know. We'll go up and hang out with them. All right. Let's do that. Well, let's do that one Thursday. We'll we'll schedule the recording for another day, and we'll go up and do that. Music bingo. Yes. All right. There was a few um, a few notable disbandments this year. Extreme called it quits. Oh no. Hey man, I. Hey. Come on. After, come on. Hey, kitty, go with your head up in the clouds. After porno graffiti, it was like, come on. I should have just called it quits. I, I agree, but Nuno, yes. Be- Nuno Betancourt is still such a great fucking guitar player. Um, you know me. I'm going to, you know, I, I will fucking talk about guys that are like seriously talented musicians mm-hmm. all day long. And Nuno Betancourt fits the fucking bill. Mm-hmm. That guy is just a killer guitar player. And Gary Sharon was a hell of a singer, too. Yep. It's a shame he went with Van Halen. Not to Van Halen, it wasn't. I think that was probably the best singer Van Halen. What the fuck? <laughs> no, he was number two behind Sammy. I was no. Well, if, well, let's just let's, let's. He was number two behind we're, we're Sammy. We're not gonna argue this shit again because every time. Then don't argue, bring it up. I didn't bring it up. You guys brought him fucking. Did Van he just Halen. tour with them? Ain't a dick. No, uh, they actually did a record. Really? Yeah, it was called Van Halen Three. Huh. Yep, Van Halen 3 was with Gary Sharon. Because they had Van Halen 1 and 2 with Roth, and then Women and Children First, Diver Down, and then a whole bunch of shit, and then 3. <laughs> We're not going to relitigate this unless you want to get your feelings hurt. I don't think he gets the heater next week. No, no heater for you. you and I hope you, it's cold. You can't deny me the heater. I can deny you whatever uh, I want. My right cheek my is basement, so, so toasty right now. My basement, I can deny you whatever I, I like. I'm sweating. <laughs> All right. Uh, Skid Row also disbanded this year. They finally had enough of Sebastian Bach's bullshit. I could have sworn they had stuff without Sebastian. They did. They did. They got back together, right. but they they disbanded in 96 because <laughs> Snake Sabo had finally essentially had enough of Sebastian shit. And Sebastian Bach is a notorious fucking asshole. Oh, God. Yeah, but I mean, how can you not help but be an asshole at that age? In the big one of the biggest bands at the time, I think it would turn any of us into an asshole. Well, you more of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. You got a prerequisite for that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, when you start, I mean, you, it, see, it, it's, it's like the, there's a Frank Zappa album called The Thing Fish. Okay. Okay. It's about a government conspiracy. It's it, yeah, essentially it's AIDS. Okay. Uh huh. Is it, it's like a fucking oh, like a riff on AIDS, uh, where AIDS is uh, the it's a government conspiracy because they got this shit they done whipped out in the top secret government laboratory underneath Virginia. And it, yeah, it turned your ass ugly. <laughs> and if your ass is already ugly, it'd make your ass mean and ugly. <laughs> and if your ass is already mean and ugly, it'd turn you into a mammy nun. Oh, God. Listen to the thing fish. You'll thank me. <laughs> That's the album. Fuckface McCartney tried to pass off to me <laughs> as his band. McCartney. For a second there, I thought, wait, is that against Paul? No. No. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Paul McCartney. Oh, no. On yeah, the we, fucking. You know, we all have a wonderful list of people we absolutely fucking despise. Yeah. Well, he, he makes <laughs> both of our lists. <laughs> but no, we were on the fucking Dorney bus the one night on the way home. And he says, this is my band and hands me a dubbed cassette. Yep, right. Yep. Uh, uh, and I'm like. Okay, I didn't know any better. I didn't, you know, I didn't know him that well at the point. 
at this point. So I popped the tape in my fucking Walkman. And the first thing I hear is, you remember back in the day you would hear the Dolby noise reduction beeps? Doo-doo-doo. Yes. I get the fucking Dolby beeps. <laughs> okay. And then he didn't know me as well as he thought he did and didn't know that I'm a big fucking Frank Zappa fan. And the first thing I hear is the opening of the thing fish, (laughs) which to this very day happens to be one of my favorite fucking Frank Zappa albums with a hair like a potato. What did he ever, did you ever confront him about that? On, uh, not face to face. Um, like, did you uh, hand the tape back? Oh yeah. I I just said, yeah. Okay, cool. And then like we were, I, I played him because remember I, we had storm rider together at at this point, me and Aaron Thompson and rich Weaver and Pat Morton. We had a band together called storm rider. Yeah. Right. And we had our little four track, our four song demo that we recorded in Aaron's basement Mm -hmm. on his fucking Tascam four track port studio. And I played it for him, for Damien. And I'm like, yeah, this is my band. (laughs) And the first song on there was, I think, uh, Charlie's Place, about the Manson murders. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Keep in mind, I'm, you know, I'm a fucking fresh. I'm a junior, you know, sophomore junior in high school. And the lead song on our fucking record is about the Manson murders. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> but yeah, I played that for him. And then he's like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. So we, somebody had a jam box, so we start playing some like Metallica or something. You know, somebody's playing just like... Yeah. And he claimed to be a guitar player. <laughs> I can see where this is going. And you, you've seen me, you guys have seen me play air guitar. Um, you know, I'll be playing, you know, and if you look at my left hand, I'm making a fucking shape of a chord. Yeah. That I would actually, how I would actually fret something on a fucking guitar. He's there one fucking finger. Okay. Maybe he plays everything in drop D. No, no, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) You're full of shit. This guy wanted to be me so fucking bad. Mm. But anyway, uh, we had some notable events in the heavy music world at this in this year as well. Alice in Chains plays their last concert with Lane Staley. Mm. Yep. Um, you know, because we sadly we lost Lane a few years later to an overdose, which terrible tragedy for who you know for anybody. But Lane Staley was a phenomenally talented singer and a phenomenally talented songwriter. And to see that talent wasted is just that much more of a tragedy. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, they played their last, their, their last show with Lane. And they went on hiatus well, until they got William Devane in the band. And then, I mean, Lane, he just locked up in his apartment yep and well he was dead for two weeks before anybody well knew. yeah but it was it was years i mean when they found well his 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 he was emaciated you know his teeth were rotten away that's why he didn't really want to go and see anybody yeah well if um, you look at the if you watch the video for unplugged his bottom teeth are already gone yeah his bottom bottom teeth are already yeah, gone I think he was 80 pounds when they found him yeah yeah he was he was under under 90 pounds when they found him when they found him 
Um, terrible tragedy. Another one, we have the first OzFest. Really? In 1996. With the headliners of Ozzy, Slayer, and Danzig. Wow. Damn. And OzFest all came about because of Sharon Osbourne's massive fucking ego. <laughs> because... But was it a good show? Oh, yeah. There you go. But Sharon's ego, this is one point where her ego actually did something good for Ozzy. Because she tried to get Ozzy onto Lollapalooza. Okay. And the Lollapalooza organizer said, we don't need Ozzy and we don't want Ozzy. He's washed up. He's done. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put on the Sharon voice here. So Sharon says, fuck you. We're going to do our own festival. It'll be bigger than Lollapalooza. <laughs> and thus, OzFest is born. Yeah, I think Lollapalooza, though, was, that was a different feel at the time. I mean... That was mainly, it seemed like, alternative stuff. Well, that's what Lollapalooza was originally yeah. founded as. And then Metallica weaseled their way on. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't deny Metallica at, at that stage of the game. No, you you'd can't. Be, you'd be a fool. But Perry Farrell, Perry Farrell should have had some balls and said, no, I want to keep this an alternative festival. I'm trying to think of who... When Metallica was brought on, who they wanted... Was it was it Soundgarden? They wanted Soundgarden with them too. I believe so. I think I yeah. believe so. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, that's one one instance where Sharon's fucking massive ego did something good. Yeah. Um, this is the year that Sammy Hager departs Van Halen after a feud with Eddie. Go figure. <laughs> um, you know they you know thankfully I, I'm happy that Sammy and Eddie. We're able to patch things up yep. before Eddie died. Yep. You know, uh, be dancing over there in your fucking seat. Well, because I remember, no, I was what I was doing was I was paying homage to the Video Music Awards when David Lee Roth came out with the original Van Halen. Yeah, and that lasted until they got backstage. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> David Lee Roth is on stage and he's just like, "Woo, yeah, dance!" He's dancing away in his own little fucking world. Yeah, and <laughs> he made it all about him. And it should have been, man. No. Roth and Van Halen, man. No. No. Okay, all right, all right. We agree to disagree, which means which means that I give up and I'm wrong. That's what that phrase always means. I didn't say we agree <laughs> to disagree. No. I'm just saying you're wrong. No, I I, I know it was, it was um because I remember when he came out, you could just see this is not going to end well. No. Oh, the look on Eddie's face was, fuck, I'm oh. going to fucking kill this guy. The look on Eddie's face said it all. Uh, this is also, you were right, this is the year that Ripper Owens joins Judas Priest, filling the void left by Rob Halford. Mm-hmm. And that story is immortalized in the movie Rockstar. Mm-hmm. They wanted to call the movie Metal God. Rob Halford cockblocked that. Because uh-huh. Halford owns the trademark of Metal God. Got you. Well, I'm glad he did, though, because the band in... Um that the movie was more of a hair metal band than it was priest. And I, I'm glad. Yeah. But it, 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 it's, it's a dramatization of the story of Ripper Owens. Yeah. Um, who was legitimately singing in a tribute band. Mm-hmm. He was singing in a Judas priest tribute band. And somehow Glenn Tipton got video of this cat covering priest songs. Yeah. And he thought he was, Lip syncing. And he wasn't. They flew him to England, put him in a studio, 
and played, you know, and played the, the backing tracks to something and said, okay, let's see what you can do. Mm-hmm. And he's nailing Halford's stuff. And he got the gig. And they never let him write anything. Mm-hmm. And he got disenfranchised. Yeah. And so he's like, he actually, Ripper Owens actually told them, you need to get Halford back. You need to get Rob back in the band. And that's what ended up happening. Yeah. But yeah, the the movie, um, the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. Yep. Is the story of Ripper Owens. But the band is called, what, what the fuck was Dragonheart? Uh, Dra- Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon. I Steel yeah. Dragon. Um, and like they, the, on the soundtrack, you had Zach Wilde played guitar. Yes. Yep. And he's in the movie. Yes. As the guitar player for the band. Uh, Mick Brown from Dokken and Jeff Pilson from Dokken are in the band. And I forget who the other guitar player is. And then you have the singer for Steelheart. Yeah, yeah, but the movie was the movie was good except for two things. They made that band look so fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, as as human beings. Oh, yeah, like you you know, I mean, it's like I'm sure the business end of music is is cutthroat. Yeah, and all that stuff. But they made sure that they made this guy's dialogues and everything else. They had no redeeming qualities. So it's like when Marky Mark walks off. Yeah. You actually are fucking proud at that moment. Yeah. And it's, you're not like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, they, they even brought Halford's sexuality into the movie. Oh, really? Yes. Because the original singer of Steel Dragon, um, he says he says, it, uh, says something about Elvis Presley, right? And the guitar player, or like the producer, somebody says, yeah, but Elvis was the king. And then he said, the singer says, yeah, and I'm just the queen. Uh, because Rob Halford's openly gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they brought Halford's sexuality into yeah, it, too. Which, which doesn't need to happen either. No. But, but the other thing I didn't like about the movie was Marky Mark. I, I, am not, I am not a fan of the shit he does. Wahlberg wasn't terrible in that. I honestly... Shooter. What? He was I, in Shooter. I never heard the movie. You never saw Shooter? No. Not a bad movie. That's Check a, it out. That's a pretty good yeah. movie, buddy. Uh, dude... Uh, the Departed. Yes, you've never seen that. Oh, you need to oh. see that. Yeah, The Departed is it. That's the best Boston gangster movie out there. The Mark, the Mark movies that I've seen, of course, is Rockstar. Uh huh. Boogie Nights. Uh huh. The Transformers. Okay. Terrible. What well, about you- Ted? Ted could have been anybody. That Ted was Ted was McFarlane all the way. You could have anybody in that. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck you, Thunder. Def- definitely watch Shooter. And definitely watch The Departed. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Who else was in Departed? Jack Nicholson. And Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio's that was in it. Okay, that was, yeah. Yep. yep. DiCaprio, because DiCaprio plays the 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 kid who ends up becoming a cop to infiltrate the cops. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he's the mob kid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, Departed is not something that I, it's not my genre. Yeah. It's it's a good movie. I like mob movies. Mm. It's it's kind of a telling of the of Whitey Bulger, but yes, yeah, not, with, with a twist. Yeah. With a twist. Yeah. Um, this '96 we had some good punk records put, come out too. Oh yeah, you got it. We, um, we had that. Sorry, everything sucks by the Descendants. All right. Um, if you're a Descendants fan, you'll dig it. It's good punk rock. Sublime releases their first and only record. Really. 
Well, no. uh, well with the first and only record with um, Brad Knoll. Okay. I, I thought Sublime. Because now they're so well, big. They had, no, they had a couple albums before this. But then this is the one right after this. He well, no, they had they had some they had some independently released stuff. This is their first major punk. label. Oh, okay, okay. This is their first major <clears throat> label. I think Sublime was punk. They're punk-ish, but uh, they get signed and Brad Nolo uh, overdoses. Yep, mm. yep. Shame. And now now everything is Sublime with Rome. Yeah, that was a really good. That was a really good album. Uh, so- Social Distortion releases White Light, White Heat, White Trash. I fucking love this album. Great fucking record. It's it's Social D all the way. Yep. It, it's I mean, Mommy's Little Monsters on here. Uh, I I want to say Story of My Life is on here too. No, no. Story of My Life's on the first one. Yes, it's before this. That's before this. This they have a a, a Stones cover um, under my thumb on yep. this one. Um, the Misfits finally released Static Age mm-hmm. in 96. That was supposed to be their debut record. Come on. But legal entanglements between Jerry Only and Glenn Danzig, Static Age did not see the light of day for nearly 20 years. I'm going to say that was nearly 20 years because Static Age was supposed to be their debut. How the fuck does that even happen? When you have people fighting over copyrights and royalties everybody, everybody wants their money oh my god they did on it that's right uh turbo negro negro releases ass cobra man there is a band i have not heard of in years i never heard of them. oh god they're okay, fucking there was, fun there was a girl that i was in college with um she was in the army or some such and she was like <laughs> yeah she was the biggest fan of this band and would tout them all she went by the name of angie christ oh nice I cannot remember her actual name. My my favorite Turbo Negro song though is "All My Friends Are Dead." Yeah, she that's would, such a good song. She would she would tout this band up and down, and I'll tell you a story about her off the air because I don't know if she'd want this one going public. Right, I got you. Uh, now uh, one we talked about already. Slayer releases "Undisputed Attitude." Fucking Slayer! Great fucking record. There's some awesome punk covers on here. Um, it's all covers, and then. Uh, one of my favorite albums by Bad Religion mm-hmm. comes out, The Gray Race. Right. There's so much good shit on here. Drunk Sincerity, um, The Gray Race. It's uh, just such a, a fantastic punk record. Uh, there's a song on here called Punk Rock Song. Mm-hmm. Excellent record. Um, I recommend it to anybody. And the last one I want to bring up is a band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, called Anti-Flag. I heard of them. Yes. They have a guy in the band called Pathetic. <laughs> and they, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, they released an album That's called... That's almost as good as Pat Smear. They, they released an album called Die for the Government. Now, imagine living in a barracks. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, shit. Being in the military, living in a barracks, and you're cranking a song <laughs> called Die for Your Government. Oh, you gotta die, gotta die, gotta die for your government, die for your country. That shit. Yeah. Anti-Flag was a fun band. And I was I was introduced to them by another dude in the army. (laughs) Good shit. Um, Anti-Flag, really fun punk band. They do a big punk festival out in Pittsburgh every year. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. It's balls to the wall punk. There's a song on this record called Drink, Drink, Punk. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I, I still have it somewhere. 
They're a, they're a fun fucking punk band. Hmm. Um, I maybe put them in my top ten favorite punk bands. All right. I something to add here, and this this is when I was going through the list of song of albums released in '96. This fucking band name. You were talking about all the weird band names. Oh yeah. I had to go back to this. Okay. The album is called 40 More Reasons to Hate Us. Okay. The band is called Anal Cunt. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we know them. Yeah, we what? know them. We know them. <laughs> yeah, Anal Cunt. Come on. Yeah. You know another band we could do a deep dive on that would be a hell of a lot of fun? Oh, boy. Shat. I'm not doing a fucking deep dive on Shat. Well, then let's There's just... a band called Shat. Yes, they're friends of mine. I can't believe there's I, one I, called uh, Anal, Anal Cunt. We, uh... When I had when I was in a band called Falling Under, um, this is not too not in the too distant past. Um, I was in a band called Falling Under that came out of the ashes of Nautis mm-hmm. and a band, uh, another ba- local band called Time of Need. Okay, we used to do a lot of shows with this band called Slapjaw. 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 Okay, Slapjaw. And their lead singer was a guy by the name of Jeff Wood. Jeff Wood was the original bass player for the Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, wow. And he's the mastermind behind Shat. They, we played a show with them at uh, a club up in uh, Scranton one night. Um, Jeff was so proud of himself because Shat had just gotten served with a cease and desist letter from Britney Spears. They wrote a they they released an album called uh, mm, Flavored Lollipops. Okay. See you next Tuesday, Flavored Lollipops. Yes. Okay. The cover was Britney Spears with a big twelve-inch lollipop with a vag superimposed on it. Wow. Yeah, they got a cease and desist from Britney's people. Jeff was proud of that. <laughs> and then Jeff has uh, an affinity for the c word. Okay. They released an album called Country, spelled C-U-N-T-R-E-E. Yeah. 69 songs, 69 minutes. Bam Margera used some of their stuff in um, in his videos. Oh, Off, my. One of the songs is called I Fucked Your Wife. <laughs> I fucked your wife when you were at the bar. I fucked your wife when you weren't home. I fucked your wife when you were downstairs asleep. I fucked your wife and she swallowed my load. Things like that. There's a song on there called Vegetarian. Yes. <sighs> and one of my personal favorites, it's on my Spotify like songs list. It's called Double Double Chin. <laughs> the, the only lyrics are let me stick it in your double double chin double double chin double oh double chin double double chin and yeah yeah repeat. yeah it keeps rolling yes Jeff Wood performed with Shat uh, well first off all the other members of Shat had to wear they wore masks like Halloween masks like one guy was a grandpa one guy was a baby everybody wore a diaper on stage except Jeff Jeff wore a motorcycle helmet with a dildo mohawk on it. Oh, boy. Dildos on his elbow pads, dildos on his wrist pads, on his knee pads. He wore a cod piece, or actually a strap-on, hollowed out, and his nutsack hanging below. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff is a fucking maniac. 
We should do a deep dive on Shad. <laughs> Somebody shat on that idea. Uh, just, uh... <laughs> Jeff, I hope you listen to this. Oh my! I fucking lo- I loved playing playing shows with Slapjaw. They were such fun, and Shat is just a fun fucking band. <laughs> uh, offensive as shit. See, now I want to search for Shat, but I'm afraid of what I'm gonna get. <laughs> no, you, no you, they're, they're on Spotify. You I'll know put, what you're gonna get. No, I'll just put Shat band. You know what yeah. you're gonna get when you put it in there. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's you know, you're gonna be looking at pictures of poop. Yes. <laughs> Let German me porn. Stick it in your double chin, double double chin, double double chin, double double chin. Oh my. Anyway, <laughs> so that was 1996, boys. Do we want to do ninety seven next week or of do something? Of course, else? I think we uh, we gotta go. We gotta do. Keep up it to, rolling. We gotta go up to the new millennium. Okay, well, and we'll we'll keep doing that. Uh, so nineteen ninety seven next week. Um, any final thoughts on ninety six? The nineties as a whole <laughs> were very unmemorable to me. <laughs> no, no, you just have a hard time remembering. <laughs> exactly exactly because I was in so many places doing so many things and you know it was the 90s were a, a goddamn blur and okay. I, I want them back all right hold on <laughs> let's do what we did last week what was your favorite record from 96 fucking a well oh typo negative October rust okay Jim uh STP Okay, songs tiny, from yeah, tiny music songs from Vatican Keep Shop. Mine, I have a to- <clears throat> mine's a toss up. It's the Gray Race by mm-hmm. Bad Religion, or October Rust. You know, two of my you know bucket list, not bucket list, but two of my mm-hmm. um, all time favorite records. Great stuff. Um, thanks for playing along, boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next week we're going to do 1997 and keep this keep this rig rolling. There's going to be a lot less metal as we go up because man, metal's it has been taking a tank. Yeah. In the 90s. Well, this is the last pan the 96 was the last Pantera record. Oh. Uh Typo goes on goes away for a little bit. It's you be, know, there's and, but Jim and his alternative man, it's like it's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are officially post grunge. Oh, we've been post grunge. All right, so until next week, this has been Oh No Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. Later on, motherfuckers. <laughs>